You are now listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am back with two guests, Kyle Shotwell and another special guest, Marshawn Howard. Hello. <laughs> Howdy. How's it going, everybody? That's, that's going all right. How are you? Doing? Same old. Pretty good, pretty good. You know, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since uh, I've done a podcast episode or at least released one because, you know, it's just been, what, October, November, now we're in December. So I've decided to come back out of the cave, <laughs> come out of retirement, mini retirement, however, and just, you know, shoot the shit. Yeah. So, so one of the things I wanted to talk about was, uh, and this is one that, you know, people were wondering what I thought about it. And I just wanted to kind of take some time to think about it to see if my opinion changed and it didn't. So uh eternals that came out back in november did you guys see that one nope yeah i did (laughs) it's funny because i knew i i know i know kyle that you were like "Uh, i don't really care much for it i'm not like i don't think i want to go see this i'll um i'll see when it comes on disney plus now we have a date like january 12th or something yeah something like that Something I have seen is uh, Shang Chi. <laughs> so, oh, that's right. We can talk about that later, but I have seen that. But um, yeah, I'm gonna probably treat it like that and just watch some Disney Plus. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, my first thoughts on on I've had it spoiled on... for me, by the way. Oh, okay, so, okay, yeah. You I was can trying go to full or full spoiler. I don't, you know, it's fine for Eternals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like I was kind of. I'm gonna be honest. I'm like, what is there to spoil in the movie? Like it's. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't exactly. Hate... Yeah, it's like, I don't hate the movie, but it's like, what is there to spoil? Like, literally, something happens, and then nothing happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it might be, and this might be, this might sound dramatic, but to me, I think this was one of the worst Marvel movies. Like, low-tier Marvel movies. Like, it looks great, visually. Yeah. But it's not about shit. Like, it doesn't have anything to say. (laughs) And that's why I'm putting it like low, almost lower than Thor: The Dark World. Isn't it you know? like three hours long? It felt like it, but it was yeah. not. <laughs> it's like two hours and thirty minutes or some shit. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, if I want to sit through that all at once. There's like a whole, or the whole movie is like the it's a get the get the band back together type of movie. Yeah, I kind of get that vibe from the trailers. So it's like, let's go to places and try to convince people to, like, save the world or some shit. And I'm like, I don't really think this was the right way into this type of story. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it was just a world-building movie. Like, its existence was just, like, from what I've heard, like, just the cool things I've heard to come out of it was, like, Oh well, if Thanos didn't smoke, can we can we go into spoilers? Yeah, sure. Like okay. it's been well, if Thanos didn't snap his fingers, then the world would have this whole convergence shit would have whatever it's called would have happened a few days later. Like, oh, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's, it's stopped it. there. 
That's and, fair. and even like conceptually, it's like, oh yeah, Earth is and other planets are really just giant eggs for celestials. And I'm like, <laughs> like I, I was just like trying to like like rationalize it in my mind. Like, okay, I mean, this is the MCU. There are other ridiculous things out there, but somehow it feels like, and this is no slight against Kevin Feige or anything like that. When there's bigger abstract concepts, he just decides to like just get them out of the way and just be like, it'll pay off like later on. I did it. I did it. Yeah. 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 Like just for like, like clearly this movie was just an opening for, for Galactus, like to like, for us to accept Galactus down the line. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's kind of like, we've seen Thanos and like, I mean, you could have pulled off Galactus without even introducing any of the other Celestials. Well, I mean, like yeah. the like the like visual of him being so big and like he a guy who eats planets. Like it just sounds kind of cheesy, right? But then when you see like some full scale giant, I don't even know the dude's like, name. What you're trying to say is it's like preparing you for this ridiculous thing. Yeah, like if they, had, if they had just shown Galactus out in like some other Marvel movie, like an Avengers movie, I would be like, oh, cool, okay. Yeah. I, I would accept it, right? But right. it feels like Kevin Feige was like, let me just put something out there to like kind of just give everybody that that like little taste of it or whatever. But even right. then, it's weird. Because like, Marshawn, didn't the movie end with like the fucking, their creator like coming and he was like pissed and he's like, He's like, I'm going to give you guys like three years or some shit, and then I'm going to come back and judge. Like, real talk, that was the best part of the movie, to me at least, because <laughs> that, like, I audibly in the theater was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> when he just, like, pops up, that was such a visually, like, really good scene visually. Like, when he just pops up and parts the clouds to make a point, like, the people of Earth are probably like, bro, what the fuck now? Like, that's, that's what I was missing. <laughs> that's, that's the part I was missing. I was hoping that we were going to see a reaction from humanity, right? Yeah. Like, that's what kept it not MCU feeling to me, because I'm like, I mean, Man of Steel did this way better, where it's like, there's a, like, something a- that alien is happening on Earth, and every, like, the, the world is reacting to it yeah and i'm like when like the final fight scene when like the celestials being born i'm like where is the military (laughs) where are the like where are i mean i hate to ask like where are the avengers and shit like that i mean they're all separated but i'm just like Uh, you have to ask questions imagine like like my first thought after that movie was like imagine sam like he just became captain america and then this shit happens like you see this on the news <laughs> yeah like what like what the fuck, fuck. Am, am i gonna do yeah like <laughs> yeah. is someone gonna call or like captain marvel like is somebody gonna call her right. like right. I, I, I don't know she should have like i'm not gonna lie she should have been the segue in this movie if you for something so abstract she should have been kind of there to be like that the window into it if that makes sense for the audience to right experience like you know she could be the the tldr you know right like yeah. eternals is the literally handshake. yeah but <laughs> I get like that. yeah she should have been there for that because it's so out there it's, it's just it sounds like it's too on the nose it like is. this is this is what this is 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Here you go. And they're like, they're like, we're immortals and shit like that. And they're just sad. They all are just like, like, it's that whole trope of like, of like, oh, like, what, what does it mean to be human and shit like that? But like, with nothing interesting to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I even thought about that, too. Like, I was like, you know, they played up the fact that they are, quote unquote, eternal. They're all immortal and this, that and the third. But half of y'all died in this fucking movie. Like, it, <laughs> I'm not feeling like that you've been around so long, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Makes it sense. just it, it was I don't hate the movie. Like, to be honest, I still dislike Civil War more than that. But, <laughs> really, I really, really. But I, would I you do. would you watch would you watch Eternals the second time? Like no, I'm more likely to rewatch to... Civil War. <laughs> That's oh, what damn. I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying, though. Like, <laughs> like, okay, even the bad guy, right? The person we thought was the bad guy, like the dude that was like absorbing people or Eternals. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, which one? And then he gets <laughs> killed, like, and then he gets killed, like he's nothing, like you know, yeah. towards the end, and it's like. Okay, what was the point of that guy? Nothing. <laughs> Expectations. That was the point of that guy. Yeah, and Angelina Jolie, she just has like Alzheimer's or something the whole movie. Yeah, I still like, liked her in it though. Yeah, she's like freaking out, like attacking them and they're all afraid of her. Like, oh, she might spaz out. Like, <laughs> you know, and start attacking us or something. And it was just like, I don't like any of these characters. I don't love any of these characters. And then- on top of it, you're adding like some eternal that is that looks like a child that's in love with like one of the other eternals that yeah. will never be with her because she looks like a, a child. And it was just a weird, a weird plot line. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know about that one, Chief. Yeah. And that she one's ends knocking up, on the door that I don't <laughs> and she and she ends up betraying the other eternals. Yeah, like she betrays the other Eternals just because she wants to please this dude that she's in love with, who is another another Eternal who and yeah. it was just a weird plot line. I was like, this seems like something you do in a second movie or a third movie or something. You or know? just not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if you're gonna deal with that concept or whatever, I don't know. It was just it was just really, really it was a misfire. Wasn't it also like Marvel's first sex scene and like a bunch of Marvel's firsts? It really wasn't the first sex scene. I mean, I mean, I remember Iron Man one. They had a sex scene. He's banging the uh, news reporter oh, like yeah, the yeah, first yeah. like twenty minutes of the, into okay. the movie or whatever. But so that was just some hot headlines. So that's all. Well, just, I mean, to to be fair, there's like simulated penetration in the movie. Like you can kind of see the act. Yeah. Whoa. Like in the, they're in the <laughs> desert. It's you like can, close up. Yeah, there's PG thirteen sex scenes that you can still get away with, like. It's Whoa. like it's got yeah, there it's that's what they mean. Yeah, it, it, like, it, you take a step back, please. They yeah, can, they can, they, PG 13, you can show like three strokes. Yeah. Yeah he, <laughs> yeah, he was doing like some tiny, tiny movements, like really tiny, like like enough for the MPAA to be like, we'll allow it. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> you know, and like they're doing it in the desert, like on like sand. And I was like, that would be really uncomfortable to fuck like out doors in the sand it does not romantic at all sand sand gets everywhere exactly anakin Anakin was right (laughs) (laughs) anakin was fucking right yeah yeah that's true 
But yeah, that whole movie, like I keep thinking about that movie and somebody was like, but that movie was about love. And I was like, was it? No. <laughs> I was like, it really wasn't about shit. And I was like, what about uh, the Hiroshima scene? So one of the things I read about that, which was funny, was like, so the Hiroshima scene, scene is supposed to be the scene where they realize like humanity has gone too far, right? Yeah. And it's like, did it really? It took you this long to realize that, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, like I mean, it's a nuke, sure, but like, so many more people have died in like, like wars and like in one a single day, and you waited till now, like it's kind of, yeah, kind of weird. <laughs> and even when they ask interesting questions about that, they just like veer off to, to go back to whatever bland shit they were doing before. Like, there's one eternal who can like mind control everybody if you wanted to and make people behave right uh, and then they're like we can't do that because we have orders and stuff and the guy's like fuck that i'm gonna go do my own thing and then they fast forward centuries and he's got like 12 people he's running like a small a sm- <laughs> yeah a small cult and i'm like this is what you do with your fucking freedom you don't even take over like you said you were gonna do like none of them are worth anything really uh, i I'll say this as far as characters go. I think, uh, like, not Athena. I think it was just Athena. And um, Athena and Gilgamesh are probably my favorite, too. Oh, Gil- Athena, Gilgamesh, and um, I forget his name, but the one, the really smart one. Those are the three <laughs> best characters in the movie. Fastos. Fastos. Yes. I just don't see people remembering them, though. Like, you know, There's like... too many of them. Like, like, you remember, like, okay, all the other MCU movies, you can kind of remember who they are yeah. their names but for the life of me it took me a second to remember the name of fastos i was like i was like what was it play-doh something <laughs> Fa- Fa- fastos that, that's what it was yeah and then let's not forget the the end credit sequence that's the only thing that i thought was cool same yeah yeah like i mean a i i want to i want to say that kip harrington's agent should have prepped him for the role he was taking on like like hey like i know this is <laughs> awkward i know you just came off of game of thrones but in this marvel thing they want you to have a sword and oh guess what it's like you're kind of like a another chosen one type of dude the sword is cursed like you know you're gonna be wearing some knight armor down the line you know and like i feel like he probably would have been like i don't want to be typecast as this, this John Snow yeah. type dude. Too late. But yeah, it's too late. You he solidified himself as like that archetype now. Yep. Yeah. Which I don't think was a good move. I mean, congratulations on him getting getting some getting paid and right. being in a Marvel movie, but at what cost? That's my point. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, I mean, I, he was the only character that I was ever interested in because Black Knight seems cool and then the Blade off-camera thing was cool but also like kind of out of place but like still like <laughs> welcome but still kind of weird they didn't even show him and that was what pissed yeah, me off yeah that's what i mean it was like it was welcome but like just weird you know what i mean you sure you want to do that <laughs> <laughs> that's all it says you sure you want to do that and the guy just looks off camera and then end end credit scene and it's just like you know it seems like this could have been shot in a way that would have been like oh you know yeah. but at the same time that seems like a deep cut thing for fans because 
A, not a lot of people know Mahershala Ali is Blade yet. Like the mass audience right. doesn't know yeah. that he's Blade. So it's like even showing him, you'd be like, who's that guy? And then your Marvel friends would have to be like, oh, he, that's Blade. But <laughs> yeah, so it seems like the entry point into like, like for me, I think now the Blade movie might feature Kip Harrington as, you know, Black Knight. Yeah, like he might end up like working with Blade to figure some shit out. Ends up I think him... uh, I think he has a few comics with Dracula. So they so. yeah. So if they're going that route where it's like Blade versus like these, you know, supernatural beings, unless like the Wesley Snipes thing, that yeah. would be that would be that would be a, a interesting differential take on on Blade. They should uh, be Blade is like a really cool crossover character. Right. Quick like, question. Like with like Wolverine or something. Um, this is quite like this is a little bit off topic, but quick question. Uh, will these episodes be our like streams themselves, or is it just audio? Because I'm it's seeing my camera. Okay, it's yeah, my audio. camera's like spazzing the fuck out right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just audio. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I definitely think they're probably trying to do some type of supernatural Avengers type thing, like midnight suns or whatever um yeah like moon nighter like uh yeah something people are already talking about doing i guess werewolf by night with moon knight and stuff yeah and that would be cool, be cool. i heard a rumor and this is this one is kind of spider-man related but kind of tied into moon knight i heard a rumor that um the bad guy in that is Morland, and that's a deep deep Spider-Man cut right oh. there. Oh, I know who Morlin is. I better say I was waiting for one of you guys to react because yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so so Kyle, if you don't know, Morlin is like a supernatural. He's he's almost like a vampire, right? But he only absorbs the energy from people who have animal-like totems abilities. And Spider-Man cool. is one of the like he is on the like branch of that and like the spider or whatever and so he there's a comic book where he's just going after spider-man and he doesn't sleep he doesn't rest and so there's this whole comic where like peter is just trying to get away from Moreland. but he but if he touches him one time he knows where he is at all times so it's just this like intense thriller comic series where he's just trying to get away from Moreland, and Moreland like is like the terminator basically that would be that sounds sick yeah a different marvel or spidey villain for sure but yeah yeah that um, i mean i mean might as well at this point yeah that one was cutting or that's reaching deep yeah it took me a second to be like wait more like oh right (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like the the the, jay straczynski run of spider-man i think yeah um that was like three years no not three years ago it was like what 10 years ago maybe it was yeah a long long time ago and that's they had uh, also ezekiel who is a, a another spider-man character who has the same powers as spider-man and he's an older much older man and peter parker thinks that he was bitten by the same spider mm-hmm. right because he didn't step on the spider in that mythology just crawled off somewhere and you think it yeah. died or whatever but the the twist was that it was just a dude who like went to some like mystical place and got those powers and was looking to serve up peter parker to Moreland 
so he wouldn't come after Ezekiel. <laughs> so it's like this really cool, like different branch of Spider-Man shit that they could get into with the supernatural side. Uh, but part sure. of me just part of me just kind of wants them after no way home for him to just strip down the spider-man shit to just a dude in new york doing spider-man shit yeah like new york style like really new york it up yeah they haven't yeah. done that at all because i could With see that new spider-man yeah yeah that's uh, like the yeah. one thing that's missing and i'm not a i'm not as big a spider-man fan as like you guys are but when I see like there's not that whole New York vibe in the new movies, I'm like, yeah, I bet like like Daniel and Marshawn like probably don't like that because <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't like I mean it's like you take it or leave it, but like I feel like it's kind of like part of the character because mm-hmm. when you yeah. watch any of the other ones like the Andrew Garfield or the Toby, obviously heavily like New York based. It feels like watching an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Yes, yes, you know. And I, the new um, Sp- and the new Spider-Mans don't obviously have that. I uh, recently watched, like, you know, getting prepped for No Way Home and stuff. We've been watching like all the movies again, and we just finished Far from Far from Home a couple days ago. And to rewind before a couple movies before that, upon re like watching Amazing Spider-Man two with like. You know, it's been some years, like, since I've sat through the entire thing, uh, just just a casual watch. I was like, this is not that bad. Like, yeah. it tried to do a lot of shit, but this is pretty good. <laughs> like, as far as, like, a characterization for Peter, like, I, I think that is, that in my own opinion, I'm going to get crucified. Mm-hmm. I know this, <laughs> but in my own opinion that that movie is the like top tier representation of the character yeah and the best he's ever looked cg wise yeah like, the suit's <laughs> phenomenal like yeah the suit and even like when he's like when it's like a like computer generated spider-man it looks photo so photorealistic that every movie after that like you can tell <laughs> like i'm like this looks like a cutscene in a video game you know but I can understand because Sony spent so much on The Amazing Spider-Man 2 yeah. that when they didn't make that money back, I could see how they were like, okay, the next two Spider-Man movies we're going to do, like, we're just going to make them, like, on the low end, like, to just make sure that, you know, Spider-Man's not getting less popular and to make money, yeah. you know? <laughs> but I would... I, Yo, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I would... I, I, I agree with you completely about the amazing spider-man uh take uh two is not it's not horrible it's very elseworldly yes and like the music like the the score i mean we were there when like the score leaked and we were <laughs> listening to it like a week before the movie came out and we're like this is fucking awesome yeah. you know so yeah i'm with you it um it definitely like i don't know like even <laughs> even me streaming these games like uh i was playing you know with spider-man 2 and then like even the first one like the first toby game or whatever i was like talking to my friend kevin because he was in the stream and i was just like bro toby ain't getting down with black cat like i do not buy this peter parker ever like even talking to black cat (laughs) or anything like this is just not happening this man is not getting (laughs) any of that (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
because he's so like i don't know toby's spider-man like spider-man 2 is a good movie i don't think it's a good spider-man movie like just because like he it's almost like he's spider-man out of guilt like this man is just depressed being the hero and that's not how i that's not how i know the character and it doesn't matter like my own personal opinion or anything on spider-man but he's so fucking bland like i can't (laughs) like him harry osborne like uh, james franco's interpretation of harry is the only character who has like some color to them other than green goblin like everyone else is so bland with their personalities specifically peter and mj that's why i think mj is so insufferable because she's so basic i mean she cheated on i mean somebody said this on twitter she basically cheated on every person she dated in each movie yep (laughs) and it's true i was like no she didn't and then i thought about it i was like yeah she did she left she 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 was dating harry in the first one and then she left harry to be with peter and only for peter to curve her at the end of spider-man one and then she's dating the astronaut dude engaged to the astronaut dude and then leaves him once she finds out peter is spider-man because i mean that's pretty cool peter parker is fucking spider-man and you've been fucking like the spider dude he's been chasing you this whole time yeah and then three she's cheating on peter because she wasn't happy with yeah where she was in life and harry had amnesia and was super nice like it was just too complicated yeah like mj i don't know i'm so used to mj being so supportive of peter and like you know being that cool person for him like whether it was his best friend or his girlfriend or his wife like she was just i didn't get that out of kirsten dunn's uh portrayal of her but like the way Gwen is with him in Amazing Spider-Man, it's like I couldn't see Gwen doing those things, like going through those, like I don't even want to call them arcs. <laughs> I could I could they're two different people, like two different actors portraying two different characters, but I don't know. It's like you think of Mary Jane being that person that's always in Peter's corner. And mm. she was not that. And that that's kind of what makes it hard to watch, where I'm like, why does everybody eat this shit up? Like, it's not a good characterization of any of these people. Well, you know, I think it's probably because it's so, it's the romanticized version of Spider-Man. The Sam Raimi ones are, where they have these, like, parables of, like, these like these strong moral pillars. If you watch them, you can take something away where it's, like, the first one, you know, there's that call to to destiny or whatever and learning from your, like, learning from your mistake of just like, you know, being selfish, that one selfish act or whatever. And then the second one is like, well, I should be selfish. Why shouldn't I fucking get what I, what I need or whatever. And I was like, that's an interesting, it's an interesting approach to a Spider-Man sequel because after watching Spider-Man one, I just thought things would be smooth sailing after that. Like, (laughs) Oh, he's just, he's fucking happy being Spider-Man. Right. But it's like, nah, shit's just falling apart. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, yeah, he doesn't quite have it balanced yet and stuff like that. And finding that balance after Spider-Man 2 sounded like a cool concept because with 3, it's like, oh, he is the Spider-Man that we had envisioned in our mind. Like, watch Spider-Man 3 again, and he starts off that movie cocky as hell. Like, he's just doing quips. He's yeah. he's, he's doing stuff with more flair. And it's like, oh, you know, but then you put Venom into it, 
it's actually kind of a it's a cool idea i don't think the execution was perfect but yeah i was like oh okay so spider-man's cocky and this symbiote thing has gotten a hold of it and just makes him just a complete extreme version of spider-man or whatever or of his persona yeah you know and then you mix in the whole relationship drama with peter and mj like i I thought it was an oddly personal story like if you like remove all the spider-man shit and it's about like you like a person in a relationship leveling up meeting their dreams while the other is still like trying to reach their dreams and it's not working and you just have an unsupportive spouse you know like i feel like sam raimi was trying or dealing with something when he wrote that one (laughs) so you mean it's like very personal it's very personal because I'm like, okay, Sam wrote this with his brother and, you know, was trying to find a way to make this movie make sense. And this is after Spider-Man 2, which was like the one of the biggest openings of all time back then. And then you're doing three and he was married at the time. So I'm like, and he still is married. So I'm just like, were there any like real life applications to like the ego and the hubris like yeah. storyline? Because if so the movie actually has some layers to it that kind of get more and more interesting when you peel away all the stupid shit. It's, I mean, Spider-Man 3 isn't, like, the fucking dumpster fire everyone makes it out to be. Like, I have to admit that given that I just admitted Amazing Spider-Man 2 isn't trash. <laughs> but, so by default, I have to admit that. <laughs> yeah, but, I do recall. Yeah. It, it's not, like, Spider-Man 3 is not a fucking like dumpster fire like it's it's got some good things in it it just tried to do too much that's all and there's some really quirky scenes that are just like why is this here i'm not even talking about peter dancing but just you know eddie brock in church i want you to kill peter parker like why bro this is your fault like this is (laughs) this is a hundred percent on you like (laughs) yeah they needed more scenes with him just yeah he should have been in there from the beginning like yeah Eddie Brock should have been there the same way that I think Catwoman should have been in Batman Begins. So apparently, and this is gonna this is gonna sound really crazy, but there's an actor who has proof that he was in Spider-Man One and they had Eddie in the first Spider-Man movie, but they decided to cut that out for time. But the scene where they introduced him, it was like the dude was like huge, bigger than Tobey Maguire athletic and stuff like that and just did not like peter parker was like addicted to peter parker because you know he's like kind of stamp stepping onto his territory and i was like i was like why would you cut that out like i mean it wasn't a well-known actor it was like an unknown guy and i think the thinking was like oh if we want to put eddie in here we probably should use like an actor that is like well known but the guy looked like eddie brock like bet you money bet you five bucks it was brock lesnar but (laughs) yeah yeah i was like that would have been cool just to have eddie like the whole in the background yeah like this new spider-man trilogy after no way home i hope peter like i mean daily bugle doesn't really work the same way you know because it's in the real world you know like newspapers aren't really the same these days digital is kind of what you mean yeah and so it would just be interesting to see yeah. Eddie in that capacity. What if this time next week you're in the theater, you're wrapping up No Way Home, 
right? Hasn't been any Toby. Hasn't been any Andrew yet. And it's the, it's the last scene, you know, which seems to be the scene on top of the Statue of Liberty. I think we could probably mm-hmm. all, all agree on that, right? And you're like, okay, well, it's probably like, you know, they're tearing reality up now. So we're probably going to get a little something here in a little bit, right? And then, like, Doctor Strange saying something, you know, about it, how we can't hold it together. And then it just fucking ends, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, right? And you're like, all right, we still got, like, two after credits scenes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They both go by. I'm just going to cut to the chase. There's no Tobey Maguire. There's no Andrew. How are you walking out of that movie feeling? Upset at myself for... <laughs> For creating, for creating false, false narratives that were going to happen, like okay. oh, Alfred Molina is in this. I mean, come on, there's no way if they're bringing him back, they're not gonna bring Toby back. Come on, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I no, I, I mean, I still think that they're gonna be in the movie. I'm just curious, what's what's so you're just like piss at yourself for getting so getting yourself so hyped up, essentially. Yeah, I'm like, this is okay. the biggest Spider-Man movie ever. <laughs> Dude, the promotion so far has been gnarly. I'll I'll, I'll get to that, but I want to hear Marshawn when he uh, <laughs> how are you no, feeling about this? Because I, I feel like, like you're gonna. Have, I I don't know how you're gonna feel coming out of it. I I was actually just telling Jay about that. Like to be honest, even if they're not in it, it's okay. Like it would have been okay. a good if handled properly. It would have been awesome for them to be in it but if they're not in it it that's all right right because like they i I don't know it's like i have their movies like right it it's they're there in spirit because their villains are there that's like that that's enough for me like it acknowledges that it happened right Right. well to make to lighten up a little bit more i if they don't do in the movie i definitely think that they're, they're gonna do it eventually because they've been teasing it so much, like Marvel just straight up teasing it in promos multiple times and shit. Like they're gonna do it, whether it's in the movie or another. I think they're gonna do it in the movie, but that's just my my, my take. But I, I, would, I would I would honestly probably I would be pissed off, but I would also kind of laugh and be like, "Wow, you guys you guys put Eternals out and then you do this, <laughs> like you <laughs> hype this movie up and then you do that, <laughs> you, like." What the fuck? Because the promotion is like, I saw like fucking at least, I don't know, I, I, I kind of like eight or nine different Spider-Man, no, like far, like No Way Home trailers yesterday that came out. Oh, like, and they what? all had different shit in them. I did see a clip. I did watch like one. Was, clip. They, they, I saw one clip and I clicked on it and then there was another one and then another one. And there was yeah. like seven or eight, like 16, 20 second clips. And then there was like, a couple i guess new like international trailers that were like 40 seconds to a minute i ended up watching all of them because i kept linking to them <laughs> and i was like damn <laughs> that's why i texted you guys and i was like yeah i'm not gonna see spider-man i was like it must be out well okay. <laughs> that was my thought i was like it has to be out if there's these many trailers and it kind of tells you something if i'm asking that question <laughs> and i'm watching these trailers that clearly probably told me when it came out well, if, <laughs> if we're being honest it. though if we're being honest, after the movie comes out next week and Toby and Andrew are in it, how long do you think it'll be before they start putting those two in, like, TV spots to, like, boost sales for the second Oh, weekend? dude, fucking one day. <laughs> <laughs> one, they're going to give people – okay, all right. They're going to give people till Saturday or maybe maybe Sunday, maybe the end of the weekend. All right, I'm yeah. going to take my, my shit back, end of the weekend. 
Yeah, after like That's Thursday night, Thursday night, when when people confirm Andrew and Toby are in it, the word of mouth probably is going to escalate and the opening weekend is going to be like nuts. I, I don't have tickets to see it, but my theater is like, no one goes to the movies here, so <laughs> I'm just going to show up. <laughs> like by yourself, just like, hmm, this is a great I, Spider-Man I, I might, movie I so might far. take my nephew. I might wait, go on the weekend and take my nephew. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, well, that's going to be a hype fucking experience i'm sure yeah, he's into spider i mean he he's in like fortnite stuff but like mm. you know he has like spider-man like pajamas and shit like that you know he has like toys of him but i don't think he's ever like i don't think he's ever watched any of the marvel movies but he's so young that if i like but he's also like the age where he'll sit and watch like he's like he's nine mm. so like oh yeah you know, he'll sit and watch a movie so like if i'm like yo do you want to go to like the movies or something he'll be like into it so i might take him Okay, if I had to add, oh, sorry, what were you saying, Marshawn? Oh, all I was going to say was, um, you know what, never mind, I completely forgot. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just going to say, what do you guys want to see from Topi and Andrew? Like, if, they, if you had, like, some type of expectation of what you wanted them to do. Um, definitely a little cherry on top for me. I'm, I'm working my way. I'm starting from the top and working my way down. A little cherry on the top for me would be if Andrew is the one to save MJ. Like, (laughs) I, I, that, that would help. That would give me closure. That's what I'm saying, dude. They're teeing (laughs) it up too much to not do it. Anyways, continue. (laughs) Like, but I would want, um, I know everybody's like kind of like hoping for the with great power comes great responsibility thing. But to be honest, I kind of want Andrew to say it just Mm -hmm. because. Like, I know it makes more sense to have Toby say it, but I want Andrew to say it just because he didn't get that in his movie. And it just, it seems like it really would make it come full circle for his, like how far his, his Peter has came off screen. Mm. Like, I think that would hit a little harder if you're paying attention, but if you're not, and you're just like, you know, a casual movie goer or whatever it makes more sense for peter to say or for uh toby to say it but i just want them to impart i don't know their respective wisdom onto him and just tell him to be his own spider-man like kind of like spider-verse just that would be be, cool be yourself and then they fall into the portal (laughs) (laughs) bye Yeah. (laughs) yeah I mean, I think it makes sense for Andrew to say that too, because then I mean, it just confirms more s- stuff about the multiverse. Just that same interaction happened in two multiverse, two different universes, you know. Exactly. Um, so I mean, it makes sense. It'd be cool. I would like to see him. Like, I would like, like, if they're going to like go to their universes and like recruit them, it would be cool to like show them doing like whatever they're wherever they're at at that point. Like, it would be cool to show like to show what where Toby is at and like maybe he's at home with his wife and kid. Yeah. You know, and like a daughter, you know, cause they could tee up, you know, a spider, spider girl type of thing going on, like yeah. a mentor type thing. And maybe at the end of No Way Home, maybe a goblin tries to do the Godspeed Spider-Man thing again. <laughs> and Toby does the backflip, but it catches them in the leg, one leg. <laughs> 
So you get oh, like the one leg, one leg uh, Spider-Man thing going on where he's oh retired and teaches what's her name? Uh, his daughter. I think that happens in the comic books, but that would be like a cool way to tee up like a Spidey, Spidey spinoff without having to like force Toby to be like, yo, you got to be like Spider-Man one more again. time. Yeah. You know, but or. You, we think it's Peter Parker the whole movie, and then he's like, "Oh, my name's Ben Riley." No, no, let's not do that. <laughs> like, I love, I love Ben Riley, but <laughs> we got too much shit going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, we already got too much shit going on in the entire MCU. But how crazy! It's just Spider-Man alone. I mean, good God! Imagine how bonkers that would be, just because people would be like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Like, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you would hear that in the theater. People would be like, "What, what the hell?" You know, I feel like you would hear people talking shit about it in the theaters. <laughs> probably, probably just openly be like, no, yeah. <laughs> just, as just much as verbally disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> no, we don't want oh. it. no, 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 but it's just, just no, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's true, it's yeah, true. No, don't do that. He don't gets so that. much hate. It's like a fucking, ba- a fucking uh, Dark Knight, uh, was it returns? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think people, yeah, will definitely be like, "What the fuck?" And then for Andrew, I mean, he seemed like he was in a pretty good spot by the end of Amazing Spider-Man Two. I have a rebuttal for that. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm just saying, like, at the, by the end of it, like, when <laughs> when they were like, when they were like, okay, uh, you're still dealing with the Gwen shit. But you just have to put it aside and, you know, and save it for, you know, it has a place somewhere. Yeah. Right. And, and then at that point, he was like, oh, OK, well, you know, the city needs saving. I'm the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He goes back out there, fights the rhino. And he's he's, you know, he's playing the role of Spider-Man. Like when he's like, you know, put your mechanized paws up in the air <laughs> and shit like that. And I was like, that's Spider-Man. And so. Really, in a weird way, when Amazing Spider-Man Two ends, it's like, you know, really as much, yeah, as least, yeah, as much as I would love to see a third one, I would have loved to see a third one. It kind of just like encapsulated to like Spider-Man's like drive. So I was like, he's in a good spot. He's whatever happens from here, he's gonna be good. Did, did think... they know or not whether they were gonna get a sequel for that movie early on? They thought they were getting three sequels early oh, on. Okay. All right. I know. Okay. I meant with two. Like, yeah. two is coming out. Yeah. Because yeah. I couldn't remember. They I, gave us. I guess I hung out with Jerry date. too much. I just remember a lot of negative things about that movie. <laughs> no, they gave us release dates and everything. I remember Daniel posting that on Tumblr. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tumblr, dude. No, they had a whole press release. They were like Venom, Sinister Six, Amazing Spider-Man Three, Amazing Spider-Man Four. Like they yeah. just doubled down on everything. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, to real quick to your point about like he's in a good place like in my mind like my head canon is that he's forcing himself to be in a good place but he'd be like borderline on a almost like a suicidal kind of thing like how he's saving the city he does not care what happens to himself at this point like I think that would I like to for some reason I've just always thought that's where they were gonna go with three like he's not all the way there anymore Mm. and it takes maybe mary jane to kind of like meeting mary jane to kind of bring him back around a little bit 
I would have loved to see that the cut footage that they had of Shalane Woodley as Mary Jane. I understand what understood why they cut it because you know you can't have Gwen dying and then have like his neighbor yeah. who's been in the movie the whole time. Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Suddenly, whoo, thank God. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's like. Yeah, I, I I totally can see what you're saying because it's like Amazing Spider-Man three. They could have they could have tried to do Venom again, and it might have worked because he would have had that anger and yeah resentment and stuff of just not being the best optimal version of himself to save her. You yeah. know, so I mean, you know, there's there's all sorts of things that they could have done, but at the same time, knowing Avi Arad and Matt Matt Tomac. They would have just put crammed too much shit into it for it to be great. Fair. <laughs> that's that's fair. I yeah, it's obvious, right, man. Because I mean, wasn't there a plan for like Norman Osborn, who was dead at this point in the Amazing Spider-Man two, to he was a he head. Kept, yeah, he was a head, and they were gonna yeah. plan to do something with the head. And I'm like, this just sounds very like like. Yeah some billionaire in sony was like hey they really do that like why don't you put that in the movie <laughs> hey not like, only that but like yo yo can we get that for me yeah. Like, yeah, like, like like under the table they're like don't yeah yeah like when don't i die, just anybody. cut my head off and put me in like a right right, right, right. yeah <laughs> it just didn't make any sense or or okay or even this because i did watch the amazing spider-man 2 recently and what grinds my gears about it the most is that they have harry with his like blood disease or something going like, I need Spider-Man. I'm sorry about that. He's, like, he's like, I need Spider-Man's blood. I need it. You know, I need, can you like, you know, do me, do me a favor and get like in touch with Spider-Man. He's like, you know, I'll see what I can do and stuff like that. And it was like, clearly the movie should have been focused on that and had like spider slayers, you know, yeah. like you could have really kind of, could have extracted all of the other shit. And it yeah. would have been a much more intense movie. Like, oh, Harry's got all of these tools at his disposal to get Spider-Man, you know, and then, you know, find out that, you know, Peter is Spider-Man. That would have made for a cool third act. You know. Fair. I, know. I uh, Yeah, I, I agree. Like, now that, like, because I never thought of it that way. Because I just watched that movie last week. And, um, yeah, that, that's actually would have been a great way for that to go. <laughs> I would have read that script so fast and been like, yo, let's let's take some of this stuff out. <laughs> That's kind of what Feige was trying to do, if I remember correctly. Oh, the emails, the email yeah. leaks. Yeah, th- those were funny as fuck. He was like, he was like, <laughs> he was like, oh, so so Gwen and him, uh, Gwen and Peter break up. Uh, why does it have to be one year later after that? <laughs> and then he's just like, Electro, he's like, or he's like, you know, Electro just seems a little bit you know there yeah and it's my birthday all that stuff now it's time for me to light my candles line (laughs) i don't know there was a lot there was a lot going on there but i mean hell morbius would have been a better villain for the whole blood blood storyline thing that's true (laughs) Uh, yeah that's true jesus christ let let's not sit here and poke holes in it because i I, (laughs) we could be at this all day (laughs) yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm gonna jump on to a different thing uh did you guys see have you guys been catching up with the hawkeye yes nope (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you can spoil it for me honestly i'm 
I'll watch it eventually. Not much to spoil. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see like I I watch a lot of guys on YouTube review like episodes and movies and stuff, so I see a lot of the thumbnails and shit. Mm, yeah. I kind of have an idea of what's going on. Yeah, already. I'm enjoy- I'm enjoying it so far. I just wish they would release all the fucking episodes at once. Because if you if they would have done that, I would I would have watched it. Yeah, because yeah. boy, that's getting annoying real fast. It's yeah, just like because but... you theorize every single week what's going to happen just next week, and I'm like, it it was fun, it was fun with like Wandavision, and then it was like fun for like half of Falcon Winter Soldier, and then by the time I realized it really wasn't fun anymore, I was watching Loki, and I was just <laughs> like, this is, uh, I just would much rather wait, <laughs> you know, like I, I want to go back and watch uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier all the way through in one sitting, just watch all of it, because mm-hmm. I feel like that it tells a better story contained it at once than watching it break watching it break watching it you know what i mean yeah just it's just too much to keep up with every fucking week <laughs> agreed yeah i enjoyed I mean, the uh... I, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna i do plan on watching it i just i'm probably gonna wait till it finishes hmm. i can say so far it's good right it, I, it, it's, it's like no doubt in that <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'd have some doubts. But <laughs> well, that's fair. Yeah, Marvel. Um, I I don't know. They have some hit and misses to me. Well, I, I I think they've been missing a lot with Phase Four, but that's just me. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you're you're on the you're on the uh at the hate Shang Chi train, right? Me? Yeah. No, it was I. <laughs> what did I What did I text you? Didn't I text you? Uh, you did text me. Yeah, you I think did I text you. Uh, all right after. So, I. I thought the movie was was good. I think it was great. I thought it was good. I thought visually it was very stunning. Like the visual effects were incredible. Um, it looked prettier than what Eternals looks like, mainly because it had <laughs> a lot of the like Asian inspired um, illustration, if you will, which I like more. And then uh, obviously, and then um, what was the, oh the fight scenes were were incredible. And then some of the characters are good too. Like I thought. Um, What's I mean? His name's not the Mandarin. What was he technically in the movie? Wen Wu. Wen Wu. I thought he was a pretty cool villain. I didn't think he was a great villain or Marvel's best villain, but I thought he was a cool villain. And then I liked like Shang Chi's sister, and like that was it. Like I didn't like <laughs> Shang. I didn't like Shang Chi as a character at all. I thought he was the most cardboard character in a Marvel movie yet. And also, why is Katie with him when he goes to the Sanctum at the end? Like, let's not make that a thing. <laughs> just, he just he like, needs to side. He needs to just be Shang Chi. Oh, I see what you're you know saying. I mean? I see what like, you're saying. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't. Like it just makes me think less of him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm like I'm already I'm I'm but I'm I think less of him as a hero is what I mean. Like I'm like I already don't think a lot of you because you're a piece of wood. You don't say much. You only really talk when spoken to. Like all of your backstory is told in flashbacks of other people's backstories who are way more interesting than you. And then at the end, why do you get all the rings rings? Right. Like, why doesn't the sister get like five of them? You know, like she she's clearly better than you. <laughs> she, was like, too corru- she was too corrupt. I think for the but in like what way, though? Well, she was into the, you know, the arms deal not arms dealing but she was in the black market like black marketing and stuff but like other than that like she wasn't like she didn't have cruel intents or anything my understanding i mean that remains to be seen because she's i mean she will well yeah ass. she now has she's in control of the ten rings right yeah that yeah so i mean yeah so that's like out in the ether 
somewhere. Right. And I mean, right. I don't know. But, but I mean, like the script could have been written to where they both could have gotten it because I mean, the dad's evil, you know? I was just like, I don't know. I just found more characters more interesting than him. Even Katie was more interesting than him. You I, know, did not, I, I did not wake up and expected a Shun-Chi roast today. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> That's just me. You know, I, 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 halfway through the movie, not even halfway through the movie, for a majority of the movie, I kind of shared the same sentiments with about Shang-Chi. Uh, but then when he reveals that he killed the man who killed his mother, I was like, oh, okay. So this whole movie, if you rewatch it, he has multiple opportunities to kill his attackers and just chooses not to because he doesn't like how it feels because he, he knows what murdering a person is like. And right. I was like, oh, okay. This kind of makes him kind of a bit more of a badass. And I wish they would have shown it. And if they don't show it in the sequel, that'll be a missed opportunity. Right. Where, you know, it shows him killing his, 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 revenging his mother. Right. And it's just showing how icky it feels, you know, like to do that and then have a sequel where the person he fights, it's life or death, you right. know, like, and I'm like, oh, so this is why he should be an event, a new Avenger because he's willing to do what it takes to save the world. Right. I mean, I, I, that makes sense. I mean, I'm not, I mean, like, I'd like to see them make him better. I just didn't find him intriguing at all in the movie. And like, and, and again, to the whole, like, in credit scene where Katie's with him and he goes into the sanctum, like, I already didn't like you because it felt like a piece of cardboard. And then now it's like your in credit scene when you're being introduced to the world of Avengers is being shared with this made up character. <laughs> you're, like, like, who, you're like, who is this I'm like, I'm like, who the fuck cares? I want to see <laughs> Shang-Chi. You know, like, I don't know. It just, it just seemed, it just, it was, I don't know. It was okay. It was good. I was good. The whole movie in, in, in entirety was good, but that's just my take on it. It didn't wow you. That's okay. No, no. It's okay. I, um, I would say, like, I'd been saying this even before, um, I saw Eternals. I was like, just to like, you know, streamline this a little bit. The, the dragon at the end should have been a, a deviant. It looked like one. It it should have been a deviant. Mm, right yeah, that would have been cool. Just that, to that, tie this together. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that would have been fucking rad. Yeah, because like Damn. we had we had seen the trailer for Eternals and we saw what deviants look like, and then when I saw Shang Chi, and I saw that dragon or whatever, I was like, oh, so this ancient thing is like they basically treat it how they treat Thor, like you know they're aliens but they're worshipped as gods. They mm. worshipped a deviant as a god or something like that. Right, and there right. you go. It's like here we here's our Eternals buffer and but I don't know. Maybe Papa Feige didn't think that far ahead or something. I don't know. Right. For a second, when I saw the tentacles, I thought it was gonna be a the thing Doctor Strange had absorbed. Yeah, I thought that's what it was gonna be. I was like, oh, because <laughs> like the week before that Doctor cool. Strange what if episode had come out, and I was like, oh, but like it's gonna tie in. <laughs> And that didn't happen, and I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe Doctor Strange too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, all in all, I mean, I would have, I would have enjoyed seeing it in the theaters more. I would have went and saw it in theaters, but I, th I think these COVID Marvel movies. I mean, the world. I think that definitely affects them to some degree, not just the box office, but I think that also affects like just the whole process of putting it together. Yeah. Um, even though I know like Shang Chi and stuff was recorded before the pandemic or whatever, but like you know it had to still go through a release of being released during a pandemic, which was like 
being postponed and all this stuff and you know i just and 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 like the same with like the black widow movie like you know it's it's okay just fix taskmaster yeah i've I've (laughs) you know like i I haven't erased the movie fully from my mind like because it wasn't bad it was a decent movie but nothing like black widow yeah yeah. yeah, nothing of importance really happened by the end of it, and I they was needed to, like, they they should have gave her a movie years ago, man. Yes, yeah, she should after Iron Man two, she should have got one. She she yeah. should have got one in like Phase one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have been was, up there with like the with like the Hulk movie and stuff, you know, like the one movie that was made during Phase one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I think uh, honestly, I think two things might have helped Black Widow's movie. Um one like shake up the plot a little bit so it's not <laughs> it's not you know a cg hell fest at the end mm. like make it a little uh. more personal just a little bit more personal but two it should have been set between infinity war and Endgame. yes that like honestly cool. i think that would have been better like they didn't want to show that world though I really wish they did, though. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I agree. I think that would have been a good time to do it, too. Yeah. Like that just, would have also been acceptable. They should have just put a movie out for her when she, her character was alive. Yeah. Because once her and, character passes away, her story's finite. It's over. Yeah. It's... I, I I just think it would have been... Something about the movie would have had this, like, darker atmosphere over it, given that it takes place when half the population is gone. Yeah. And that would have really, like, I think, uh, boosted that film, too. Because when when you go see, like, for example, like, Black Widow is supposed to be kind of hyped up as, like, a Winter Soldier kind of movie. Yeah. Which is, like, an, a dark, you know, it's an espionage movie, basically. And imagine that in, like, a really, like, dark setting. Yeah. Too bad Disney owns them, because they wouldn't have the balls to do it, I don't think. But At the maybe, same time. Maybe now, but. At the same time, I also do believe Bucky should have been in that movie. <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. <laughs> like it yeah flashbacks to him like you know when he shot her and everything Mm. like didn't they have like a thing in the comics too yeah i wish they They, did that uh, in the movies or like not like put them together but like teased it it could have worked because um in civil war when she's like you know me or whatever it's like they have history that we ain't seen (laughs) it's true yeah they really dropped the ball i think a little bit because it was just like you know, if you're gonna do a Black Widow movie, double down on the spice espionage shit. You Absolutely. know, because the, the opening was more like, oh well, you know, she has a family of spies or whatever. And I was like, that just seems kind of lame in comparison to the headcanon that I had in my mind that she was just some like, you know, chick who was put into this program at a very young age and then, you know, went into the world of espionage or at least what Whedon had kind of said. A framework for and i yeah, know his yeah. name is i know his name is is taboo. it's a very taboo Doo-doo. name but it just, yeah it seems like what he had set up with the black widow organization was very dark and fucking twisted and then I, like red sparrow i would yeah. say like some things I, I i feel like that they've like that they set up for in phase one or maybe not set up for but mentioned in phase one that we eventually now pay off in the phase three or phase four weren't the payoffs we wanted them to be some of them were kind of like the black widow one but then other ones were kind of like nick fury's eye mm, which was like the most disappointing shit ever yeah. but it's like some things don't need to be what i'm kind of getting at is some things don't need to be explained mm-hmm. like you don't maybe 
maybe have to show us a, a, her entire backstory. You know, you can you can tell a story without even talking about, you know, the Red Room or anything like that, or or even having like all those characters from that past come forward. I mean, you could still have. A, I'm sure you could talk about the Red Room all you want, but like, you know, it just felt weird. The whole spy family thing was just like. Yeah. that's that's what wasn't working i was like take that away like take that out and the movie becomes more interesting if you have a bunch of rogue like you could have did a whole storyline about rogue black widows that decided to fucking take like take things into their own hands mm, and that yeah. would have been more interesting because it's like oh shit here's natasha and her sister or whatever her adopted sister whatever you want to say versus this whole group you know, yeah. of people who have been victimized or whatever. And now they're like, we're tired of fucking being the victims. Now we're right. fucking, they have all of the information on, like they can infiltrate any room. They're like, they're hot enough to enter into any, yeah. any situation, any political leader and, you know, take control of like systems and governments and stuff like that. And so it was interesting in Hawkeye when Florence Pugh's character uh, from Black yeah. Widow. Yelena. Yelena, yeah, shows up and then Hawkeye has a reaction to it and it's like this has become a more much more <laughs> serious situation than it was before. Like, yeah. We have a Black Widow now that is after us or after me. And I was like, yeah. that was what I was missing, that like danger. That world building, like, you know you know it's a problem. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Christoph Beck, uh, composer Christoph Beck for using Yelena's theme from Black Widow. He used a little bit of it when she was unmasked. I was very happy about that because that's one of my favorite pieces of music mm. from the MCU. <laughs> but uh, I, I would yeah. say though that it's cool that they did that already. Yeah, they already tied in a movie. Yeah, like, and then now we're seeing. So I, I just wanted to add that I do like that. I like that they're doing that with Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, and the Dark <laughs> Avengers shit that it seems like they're setting up with uh, that, that 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 seems cool. It, yeah, I'm like, if they do that, I'm like, I'm down, I'm down for this. How how they're doing it? It's very subtle, like because I barely, I almost forgot about that whole after credit scene in Black Widow where she's like at the funeral or at her grave, and uh, yeah, purple haired lady, I can't remember her name either. <laughs> uh, Val, is it Valerie? Val, Val, Val yeah, Val? I'm gonna go with Val, Valerie. Or something, Isn't but she's right. It the sounds lady right. From Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> she gonna, shows up. To figure this out. Keep going. Yeah, she I'm shows fine. up and is like, "Hey, I know who killed your your sister." Uh, you know, Hawkeye. And I was like, "Okay, cool. Now we know what Hawkeye is gonna be about." And <laughs> we were partially right, or at least the first half of it wasn't about that. But the second half it seems like they're really gonna deal with his trauma of losing Natasha in the way the way that he did. Interesting. And I thought that was cool because I felt like people kind of like just moved on. I will <laughs> yeah. say, you know, you know, what's 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 really interesting about that is that for two characters that were so grounded that, you know, like that's a big traumatic moment in both of the characters, you know, story arcs, obviously. And they're very grounded characters. And this happened all in outer space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. While He's talking still... to a space Nazi, like, yeah. <laughs> like you can't make this shit. I mean, you can, but you know, it's just like, like this just seems odd. <laughs> to that point, like I was, um, I was talking to Jay about that, like rewatching 
Avengers, I was like, just looking at Black Widow, it's like, bro, you're gonna die <laughs> on an alien planet in the past. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you're, you, I think you're actually already dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if that's true, but that's pretty fucked. Yeah, you're right. No, I didn't even think about Damn. it. <laughs> that's wild. And you know, I think my favorite part of the show so far of the Hawkeye show. It was a small throwaway moment when they're just walking downtown, and uh, she's like, "Oh, how'd you go deaf?" <laughs> and then he's, and then they just do a like just a cut to all the scenes where Hawkeye is in, where there's just explosions, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, "Uh, oh, you know, just n- nothing much. It's just it, it's something along those lines. Like it wasn't yeah. a big deal, but it was like, yeah, if he did have a lot of explosions <laughs> that were just right next to him." And just him groaning, <laughs> just like, oh, it was, like, it was like, I was, I was like, that's cool. Just showing how, how, like, he is a human being in these situations. Yeah. It, like that, that, see, I knew one of us was going to bring up that sequence. Cause like that just like that had me on the floor just cause it was like, it was edited to the music that was playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seemed like a YouTube compilation of like, <laughs> like somebody was paying attention, obviously, to the Marvel movies going like, oh, he should yeah. be deaf by now. You know, <laughs> I mean, I know he's deaf in the comics, but it was just a fun way to d- introduce that. And uh, I think another cool thing, too, about it has been like the Ronin stuff. Yeah, because oh, I that love, sounds cool. Because I love I, lo- I love the idea of the Ronin stuff. Like, I wish they would have did like a whole mini series of him just taking out you know criminals during that time but i know it's disney so sick you know and but from what they've shown in flashbacks of him just like offing people and shit it's just like yeah he really was in a dark place and there's really no (laughs) real reason there's no real way to apologize for any of the shit that he did yeah So, oh, that sounds awesome. So it's just funny because it's like, you know, he's watching, he's like with his family, and then he sees like on the news somebody running around town with a running outfit, and he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um how many episodes is it? Eight? Like when it's finished? I would think so. I would hope so. So what are we it's halfway either, through it? It's either eight or six. Let me look it up. It's four are out, right? I think it might be six. Yeah, that would be. I just plan on getting me like a six. fat sack of weed and watch that. <laughs> just, just binging. You just can binging. cut that if you want. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. It's it's, it's not illegal. It's I, not illegal. I live in Virginia. It's a hundred percent legal. Okay. Yeah. So I think it. Yeah, the episodes. I think you were right, Marshawn. It is six episodes. This is a hundred percent legal here. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no. It's seven. Seven. Oh, it's seven. I think. I think. Okay, cool. So I can watch it sooner rather than later. Yes. Nice. Yes. And no, I mean, I don't, again, I don't care if you guys are spoiling this for me. Okay. And well, they, I don't care at all. So what did you? You're think, getting Marshall? me more stoked on it, by the way. Okay. Well, this will hype you up a little bit. So one of the characters, Echo, on the show, her uncle is a very powerful figure, and we haven't seen his face yet. But it's someone everyone's afraid of, and no one wants to say his name. Now. In another Marvel series on Netflix, the first few episodes of that show, no one ever wanted to say his name because they were afraid of what would happen to them if you, you know, would bring it up. And the rumor is that it is 
Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. the Kingpin, played by the same actor. On I, oh, dude, Raptor guy? Raptor guy, yes, yes. <laughs> from Jurassic World. <laughs> I mean, he's from, yeah, from Jurassic World. <laughs> Wil- uh, I was about to say Wilson, like that's his real fucking name. Vincent D'Onofrio. That, that, wanna, that would be so sick. I want to put money on it. I yeah. want to, just because uh, when you watch that scene when he like kind of appears if you look at him the frame is like i know it's not i know it's just like we saw like an eighth of a man but his <laughs> like his frame looks like it looks similar but hearing his giggle i was like i'm pretty sure that's his voice yeah i was like that's... so wait so did they show this guy already like they showed his, the bottom half of him because it was she was a little in the flashback it was echo as a little girl so they just framed it to where you just saw like his hands okay yeah and you heard him like giggle who else what are the other options if it's not him i honestly don't know i was like it's gotta be (laughs) yeah yeah i was like (laughs) i was like it's gotta be fucking kingpin that's the only fucking logical step i I, I loved it i'd love to see that and i mean and i mean he's been denying it and stuff like that but kevin feige the other day somebody asked him Oh, you know, who would play a Daredevil? If Daredevil was to show up in the MCU, who would play him? And Kevin Feige was like, if Daredevil was to show up in any upcoming projects, it would be played by uh, uh, Charlie Cox. Oh, that's what he said. And like, we got him on recording saying that. And yeah, Yeah. no way. 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 Yeah, I didn't believe that shit either. No way, dude. And it was like, I can't believe he just gave it up like that. That easy? You know, just like it, it, that know? means that means it's coming up. Yeah. And so that means it's like, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, just we we may or may not have Daredevil. And if we do, you know, it's probably Charcock, but you know. Yeah. You know, wow. And Vincent D'Onofrio posted it, reposted it on Twitter and was like, you know, oh, this is great news, well deserved, and all that stuff. And I was just like, you know something. I know you know. <laughs> I know that you, you motherfucker. Yeah, I'm like, I know you know something. You're in on it. And so, you know, next week, you know, if that happens, the internet is going to explode. Oh, isn't episode five next week? Yep. Yo, holy bro. fuck. He fucking sorry. I just watched the video. Damn. Okay. I just had a thought then. If that would be perfect timing, just because if he is in episode five. And then No Way Home comes out, and Charlie Cox is in No Way Home. That would be, yeah, that's a pretty good Marvel. Uh, that's a Marvel. That's a very Marvel thing to do. So uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna freak the fuck out and hype up like a nerd right now, and just like, because I'm like, there are tears in my eyes just after realizing that. And you, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's like a chef's kiss, right? When it is yeah. all planned out like that, and you're just like invested. Because I mean. Daredevil, I don't know about you guys, but like season three of that show is best like the best. It's the best of the best. And I still think it's like the best thing the MCU doesn't have any creative decisions. Sorry, I had to text my friend about that Charlie Cox thing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, it's, 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 it's legitimately cool news. And it's just like, you know, I, I'm sure everybody involved are really tired of having to deny, but it's just like holding out one more week like a couple yeah. more days and then they don't have to fucking deny it anymore it's gonna be so awesome imagine like next week could potentially let's not overhype ourselves here but next <laughs> week could potentially 
be the big probably the biggest week in like marvel for for a while just because oh absolutely like potentially kingpin like charlie cox coming back and then potentially toby and andrew coming back like you already that's have willem dafoe and uh alfred molina in the same fucking movie like that's a lot happening in one week yeah, yeah. that's a lot of nostalgia in one week <laughs> yeah. yeah i think that, that might have to require like repeat viewings you know yeah. like in theaters and shit because i mean we haven't even talked really about like electro returning as well oh, i know that. i'm excited electro is actually my favorite spider-man villain oh nice like, I didn't know it looks like they're doing him justice yeah he's got that little arc reactor on the side everybody's tripping about that yeah like, he, I don't he, know he, that dude that dude make him look a little bit like what's his name from the uh uh, uh steven amell's cousin in uh, uh oh firestorm yeah robbie mill yeah I, I <laughs> but, he does, but he has those but i think Electro has those gauntlets or some shit, doesn't he? And like in yeah. the movie, I he has like some big on his arms. I thought, like wrapped around him or something. I did honest. notice when he's using his powers, he had the like electro like star yeah. thing. Yeah, that was pretty stuff. cool. Yeah, I was like, okay, was okay, they do they do it. would be awesome if when he's introduced, he like offs like one of the villains, like he's just completely like just not having it from some one of them. Because his whole thing is like. He wants to stay. I think they all yeah. want to stay, right? Do all? Yeah. I mean, I, we don't know yet, but I know like the electric thing is he doesn't he have one of the trailers like I just imagine what I can do in this world or whatever the, yeah. Yeah, the fuck or something. Yeah. So he actually wants to stay, whereas like Doc Ock, from my understanding, is like just trying to get his machine back. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, uh, like I'm pretty sure we, we're all competent film watchers and everything. Uh, Lizard and uh, Sandman have no lines. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That would, that would suck so much. That they're gonna be suck. the. Uh, they're gonna be the uh, yellow and black ranger. Yeah, I I'm, I highly <laughs> doubt they have any though. Like there's, I I highly doubt they have anything to do here. It would be kind of funny if like they have a, a like group talk and then like the lizards just like, like I need the formula so I can turn people into lizards and shit <laughs> like that. And they're just like like everybody's just looking at them like. <laughs> why you know like why are you here can't you just be happy being like yourself a lizard you know like i don't know i i think like just just to be extra if they're going all out with this shit i wish they had put them in the lab coat yeah that would have been that that would have been really cool okay do y'all think tom hardy's gonna show up at some point yeah Yeah. post credits yeah i was like at Absolutely. At, at the end of you, you guys have seen "Let There Be Carnage," right? Yeah. Or no? I have. Uh, I know that. I've seen that after credit scene. Yeah, there's like the whole thing of the symbiote telling Tom Hardy that all the symbi- like every version of that particular symbiote, shares the consciousness throughout the multiverse. Right. And that's why when it saw Tom Holland's Peter Parker Spider Man, it was like that guy. I was like, oh, so it remembers its experience from Spider Man Three. Oh, okay, I see. Like Spider-Man, not yeah. necessarily Tom Holland, but Spider-Man. Yeah, it's because that- in in that in that television spot, it's him. See, I I saw this the other day. It's him in the Spider-Man suit without the mask on, as if he's being caught. And it's mm-hmm. like, but it's supposed to be the moment in Times Square where 
he's I don't even think he's wearing that Spider-Man suit in the first place. And he yeah. definitely doesn't take his mask off as far mm-hmm. as we know. So yeah. it's just like, damn, they definitely set that up. But that's a good point because he's wearing the Spider-Man suit and it's Tom Holland's face to tell you that's in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. So it, it could go any type of way. What if like, what if at the end of this that movie, Toby goes back home, someone's sitting on his couch, his family's sitting down and it's Tom Hardy. And he's saying that he brought a visitor that would like to have words with him about what he did. Just sounded something real creepy. And it's, and, you know, and Toby's just like, I don't know you, man. Like, what are you talking about? And then he's just like, well, the thing that I brought really did not like how you treated it. <laughs> he's like, what? You know, and then like behind him, like a shadow that we think is a shadow and looks up and it's the fucking like Venom yeah. symbiote. That's like, hello, Peter. <laughs> You know, and Tom or and Toby just looks like fucking like, you know, like surprised because we know how much damage that thing did in the last or in three. Yeah. So it's like kind of like, I don't know, that would be a cool cliffhanger thing. I like as much as as cool as it would be at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, can we just retire Toby? Like, I don't think if people are ever going to let go of Toby because he was the first. Right. It's like seeing it's like seeing like. Tommy from Power Rangers or some shit, you know? It's like you are Spider-Man. It, it sure. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you I 100% get what you're saying, but like to a lot of people, to a majority of folks that think about Spider-Man in movies, they're like Toby is Spider-Man. And I kind of mm-hmm. can see it cuz like if someone were to lie to me about being Spider-Man and I found out it was like Toby, like like if it was the Peter that looked like Toby, I'd be like you know, you're a fucking liar, man. Like, it's like, I don't, I, I, I can't fucking believe that this guy is Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield, you kind of could see he could, he, he might, he, you know, he was cool. And I know he gets a lot of shit for being cool, but. I don't, I don't even get how he was cool. Like, he just, like, I'm like, he skates. And in the, in the comics, Parker isn't an unattractive person. Well, it's not that he's not unattractive or whatever. It's just. It's he's just, cool in the school and shit. Like he's not scared <laughs> of like bullies and shit. It's yeah. He's it's like more, making fun of them and shit. It's just like that's man. Exactly if I was a nerd, it, it's more that Andrew just looks cool. That's it. It's, it's that's that. But with Toby, Toby doesn't look cool. He just looks like the guy that you just forgot about that you just didn't see. But like if you were a chick and you started talking to him, you'd be like, you know, this Peter Parker is actually a pretty cool dude. You know, and that might make him like kind of. Uh, attractive you know like that's yeah. kind of the middle ground you kind of i feel like you need to have for peter parker where it's like you know this guy doesn't have much money but you know he's got his looks seems like he, a nice guy i think <laughs> like with with andrews uh peter though he was he may have looked a certain way but he was just awkward to talk to like you can like someone can look super cute or whatever but if they can't hold a conversation very well, then what's the point? Like that, I think that's more so what they were that's leaning into. For. Yeah. Like the awkwardness and even in the early comics and stuff like that, Peter's a dick. Like he, he belittles flash all the time. Like, yeah, flash like insults him and like throws things at him or beats him up or something like that. But he literally, Peter has it coming half the time because yeah. Like, he's enticing the bully. Like, that's the way Peter was. Sam Raimi's movies just made him, like, this 
nice guy that like just has some shitty luck that's not peter peter had to learn to be a good person well i mean it's all there's i mean it's it's kind of like gospel right like there's so many interpretations of spider-man that you could literally pick one out or a run of it out and be like yeah that's one i would go with like if we were doing like todd mcfarland spider-man or whatever he's kind of in that middle ground where he just really isn't catching a break right yeah. He's like not a dick, but he's somebody that is lying to a lot of people and has caused a lot of drama. Yeah. And, you know, and then you have this like John Romita type Spider-Man who's like the handsome Peter Parker and is kind of a dick and yeah. stuff like that. And then you have Ultimate Spider-Man who's just like a fucking Weird. Yeah, <laughs> tiny kid who's like talking shit. You know, like I'm like, there's there's so many great interpretations of that that character that you kind of have like a wealth of material to be like, you know what? I want to do this version of Spider-Man. And I feel like Tom hasn't quite became fit into his own sandbox of Spider-Man quite yet. But after this one, I have a feeling if they take away the iron spider shit, he'll be on a good track. I think that Uh, suit's getting destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I feel like Tom Spider-Man is, is uh, literally kind of just used to just boost the mcu in a way because like, like <laughs> i was saying before like all of his movies has to have another like hero or character like b-list at least or a even even at times a-list actually yeah. all three times a-list yeah yeah and it's just like they don't they don't take place in new york you know like the second movie talks about the multiverse even though it's like fake but like you know it starts making you think and here we are what two years later yeah Yeah. you know and it's just like i feel like they've used tom's spider-man as just as like a way to boost the mcu like everyone's gonna go see spider-man and it's nothing against tom spider-man i like tom spider-man i i I may like his more than the other two because i'm not attached to any of them Mm -hmm. but um that's just my like analysis like stepping back and looking at at on being honest i'm like is every time you go to those movies where they get announced you see the trailers you're stoked because you're like, oh, Iron Man, that's sick. Nick Fury, that's that makes sense, you know. Nick Fury, I, I Iron Man two, you know. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier, you know, makes sense. Spider Man three, Doctor Str- Doctor Strange, but you know, every time they're about to come out with one, they thought, oh, he's gonna have another Avengers mentor. Like we don't yeah. need another. We don't need an Avengers mentor in every movie. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's not 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 welcome. Obviously, those movies are fucking awesome. Yeah. But that, that's just my like take a step back my full like honest analysis of like what i think that they used the spider-man for i mean because look at the deals that they had to come to yeah i mean cost obviously it's a money thing you know so that's just that's just my you know take on that but so this spider-man movie will be the first marvel movie i've seen in theaters since holy shit since uh what in game no since uh since far from home Oh right, 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 right. Technically, that came out after. Yeah, yeah it Endgame. came out after Endgame. So far from home was the last movie I saw. <clears throat> in Damn, actually, the last was, Marvel movie I saw in theaters. That was a while ago. It, it, I know, so man. Funny. That's crazy to think about because then the next one's Spider Man again. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never would have fucking thought that, dude. It's I would have never thought that would have been a time. Man, we're living a crazy time, but but yeah, yeah. That's my right. part take on like on the Tom Holland Spider Man is that like, and even when you see Tom Holland as Spider Man, it just makes me think about the MCU. Yeah, that's true. Or so than Spider Man. Yeah. I um I know it's probably wishful thinking. Like I doubt. I again I don't know shit. I haven't read shit, but I'm just speculating here. 
wishful, wishfully speculating. I hope this whole thing ends with Peter getting his wish. Only nobody knows who the fuck he is. Yeah, that would <laughs> like, be the literally. Yeah, then, and then, no... and then, you, then you get another Spider-Man. Like you could do Miles or something. Or no, 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 no. I mean, like oh. he gets his wish. Like his whole thing. The whole plot is he wanted everybody to forget he was Spider-Man, except for these particular four people. What if, like, the caveat is literally everyone forgot, including Doctor Strange? Like, none of the heroes knew who he was. Well, well, one of the one of the one of the clips. I don't know if you guys saw those clips, but one of the clips IGN posted, he says that to Peter. He's like, yeah. as he's doing the spell, Doctor Strange says. So long, Peter. It's nice knowing you as Spider-Man. He's like, wait, wait, what? Like, I can pull oh. a clip up. It's on IGN. Nice. He's, like, he's yeah. like, yeah, you want to make sure no one knows you're Spider-Man, right? And he's doing the spell, and then that's when he's like, but, like, I want, like, MJ. Like, MJ has to know. And then he's like, okay. And then he starts rewriting the spell again, and he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, then, like, you know, like, Ned and, like, 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 like Aunt May, he's like, I can't keep redoing the spell, Peter. <laughs> and, he's like, and then it, I, I think it's a bunch of cuts, and then he fucks it up. So they're, they're, it's on IGN. They posted like a bunch of snippet clips. But yeah, he talks uh, about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I won't even know who you are. I, uh, That'd be I, cool. I think like the, I think a better twist for that would be like at the end of it all, like nobody remembers, like nobody that's, knows. That would be, that, I think that's, that's how it should be. That's kind of like Spider-Man's like beauty, right? Is that no one really knows who he is. And when they find out about him, it's like a big fucking event. Yeah. And you know, that's I, like his thing. Even if it happens, though, I'm not going to lie to you. Even if it happens, it would make the past two movies completely, like, unnecessary. Because <laughs> it would basically reboot the character. <laughs> it would be like them entering into, in a weird way. I mean, Kevin Feige did say that these movies would be like the Harry Potter movies. Like, they would get yeah. progressively darker. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, what, like, the third Harry Potter movie was Prisoner of Azkaban. So I'm like, if we're going, yeah, if, if No Way Home, if No Way Home is the prisoner of Azkaban, then yeah. the sequels after this should be like fucking yeah. awesome. You think Marvel is going to have anything to do with the sequels after this? I mean, they got to. Sony is reliant on them at this point. I mean, okay. as much as they don't want to admit it, like the MCU adjacent shit that they're doing with like Morbius and stuff like it's that. It's bringing in mad money. Yeah, like it's only gonna it's only gonna get weirder. And now that they have the multiverse to like acknowledge, it's like, oh, well, we can do we can go back to other shit. Like we could go back to the Amazing Spider Man universe, make a third one, and people would be okay with it, you know? Because mm -hmm. true, because I, I agree. Because I yeah. also hope I hope the rights like that. You know that whole custody battle that's happening. Like oh, I right. honestly. I hope the rights revert back to the original owners, like the Ditko family, I think, or something. Because then anybody can make any... They, they just buy the license, so Marvel What, what lawsuit do, are you talking about? There's a lawsuit between, I think, Marvel, uh, Marvel Comics and the Ditko family, I think. Uh, so Steve Ditko technically created Spider-Man with Stan Lee. And I think his family is trying to get the rights back. Same with Superman, like how the family has the rights to Superman. Right. Mm. Um, so if that happens, Sony can make, like you, instead of owning the rights to this character, uh, 
they the family would own it and could license the rights to anybody so sony could make a spider-man movie disney could make a spider-man movie and it wouldn't matter Mm. like they can make their own spider-man movie and it doesn't have to tie into sony's bullshit i mean sony's (laughs) products unless you want it to (laughs) yeah it's like unless you want it to but i don't see like if feige had that choice i don't see him being like sure i'll still work with amy pascal like no yeah. he would just take tom and run probably run. yeah no he no i think that like i think at the end of the day marvel has the has tom i thought I it was i thought it was sony that casted him well yeah. really because they casted yeah. him on they casted him on civil war set but you have to remember they made that deal with sony right and sony was basically like hey We'll let you guys produce this movie, but it's still our shit. Like any Spider-Man shit that we share with you is ours. So they had a big say. I think they wanted, they didn't want Tom Holland. They wanted somebody or Marvel. No, Marvel wanted somebody else. And then Sony wanted Tom Holland. Marvel wanted Asa Butterfield. Yeah. Who? uh, He's in, um, what's that show called? Sex Education? Sex Education. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a good actor. In like w- during the comparison, it was like where it was either going to be him or Tom Holland. I was actually rooting for Asa Butterfield, but yeah, he sniped himself. Oh, did he? <laughs> he did. He went on Reddit like maybe like like during when the casting was still ongoing, and somebody asked him, "Dude, are you playing Spider Man or something?" And he was like, he said something that was like kind of like a, a confirmation. Oh, and I was like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you know, you got to wait for that official press release, you know? And yeah, and sure enough, before everybody could know it, you know, it was just like, yeah, Tom Holland is the new Spider-Man. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just very enthusiasm in your voice there. (laughs) Well, no, but that's because I was just getting used to Andrew Garfield. And I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, let me get some closure with this guy first. And now... This movie is offering up all of that. And I feel like Kevin Feige has been positioning a Spider-Man 4 with Toby and Sam Raimi, if we really think about it, because he got Raimi back for Multiverse of Madness. He got Toby back for No Way Home. Like, they're in the family now. So, <laughs> I, I'm yeah. just saying. And Toby seems like he's game as long as they pay him. You know, like that would be a big payday for him again, because he walked right. away with like seventy-five million for a movie he didn't do. Like oh, for Spider-Man Four, yeah, and Five. They were supposed to shoot back to back, and he was like, "I'm not doing this without Sam." Oh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it would be dope. I'm just saying, it would be dope if, like, I know it would never happen, but if Feige was like, Andrew, come on home. <laughs> yeah yeah like what if at the end and this is i mean I, this is becoming just the fucking what if discussion but what if he has to trade toby or no not toby but uh tom holland's peter has to trade places with another peter parker it the logical choice would be andrew but <laughs> toby already got three films man. he got a he got closure bro like Cause how funny would that be if like Tom had to be in like another Peter Parker's universe and like just deal with being a nobody there? Like, oh, but uh, like, I think not Rhino. Um, 
like his goblin, Dane DeHaan's goblin would drop Holland, I think. <laughs> we'll see. Tom has been saying we're going to get some Spider-Man 1 type of fighting from him in this one, like against Green Goblin. And I'm like, that's saying a lot. That That's bold. <laughs> yeah, because that first, that first Spider-Man fight, like, or the yeah. final fight between him and Goblin, that's like a high, like, benchmark fight still. Yeah. So... Yeah, if he gets his ass kicked like that, man, that would be cool. But um, let me move on to, uh, I think we got two more topics. Uh, Letitia Wright, Black Panther 2. So Whew. if you guys don't know about this, for those who are listening, uh, Black Panther 2 has been shooting for quite some time now during the pandemic. And there have been rumors swirling around that, you know, Letitia, Letitia Wright, who played Shuri, will be playing the new Black Panther. That hasn't been confirmed, but one thing that has is that she's been causing problems on the set in terms of not wanting to get vaccinated, which is her choice, obviously. But everybody else on the crew is vaccinated, and she's putting... They're basically saying she's putting a lot of people in danger based on her anti-vaccination stance. And now that she's been injured, she's in the UK... And because she's anti-vax, she can't come back to the U.S. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, it's just another one of the things I was saying earlier. Like the virus is definitely affecting the making of these movies. Yeah, and I think we're gonna see that outcome play out for quite some time now. Yeah, I didn't I, want her to play. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? You 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 didn't want what? I didn't want her to play Black Panther anyway, so this might have worked out. And... Might work out with what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um... I want to see... Uh, you already know what I want to say. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, no, oh, I want to see Big Portal open up and out walks the <laughs> What If version. Michael B. Jordan... Killmonger comes out and he's the new black. That's what I want, but that's not going to happen. But that's what I want. God damn it. I want that so bad. <laughs> like it could have. Like, really... like if, dude, if they do that, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to set something. Like if they do that, I'll shake my, not shave my head, but you know, something like that. I, I wish. <laughs> Cause I don't, I, I don't see him doing it. I wish they didn't kill his character off. Like, but that's hindsight because hindsight is 2020, but I just, right. I wish they didn't kill him off just because, like, he could have had the redemption arc. Yeah. Like, he, whether whether Chadwick Boseman survived or not, like, the character of Jadaka could have had the, like, best redemption arc. Like, on Zuko levels. From He's Avatar. easily one of the best <laughs> villains in the MCU, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm. I, I think I like Killmonger. He's in my top five. I mean, sure. it's funny because I, I never think, really rated my top five, but he's up there. Oh, he's high for sure. But it was, it was, it's pretty funny that. I mean, we rarely see people drop the bag in Marvel, the Marvel universe. Like the only person I can really think of, really, that did it really bad was Terrence Howard. And you know, I'm like, if she doesn't, I mean, all, more power to her for not wanting to do that or whatever your choice your body your choice all that stuff yeah. but you know if somebody was like hey i want you to be the new 
Black Panther for years to come. You, you need know? to make that choice, like knowing going into it, like yeah. You know, if you're going to sign up for that, like you kind of have in. rules you have to kind of abide by. You yeah, know? and like and it's like, like a crossroad. She's young. You got a crossroad. Do you want to play Black Panther, or do you want to stick with not getting vaccinated? I respect either either decision. Yeah, but you got to make one of them. I mean, you're holding up a fucking production essentially. That's, yeah, that's millions of dollars. That and it's in uh, your coworker's memory, and right. you, you know, like this is not about you at this point, at this right. juncture. You know, like I think I think to... you just need to jump off. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like just I mean, I'm sure she has to be in the movie some way, like somehow like her character. I'm sure, right? Like, yeah, yeah, she's she's in it. But the I'm fact pretty... that she's supposed to be the main character and it's doing that, it's it, it's like she needs to make that decision herself. Yeah. <laughs> Like either you need to like get it and be the main, be the new Black Panther, or be, maybe just be, not sign up for that role yet. <laughs> what if it's uh, Winston Duke? Oh, oh, actually, you know what? I I don't know. I don't know how that would work story wise, though. You know, like who's he? Is that he the? Would... Is that a what? Is that a big guy? Mbaku. Mbaku. Yeah. yeah. Dude, his is is, is, is is that his actor's name? Because he's fucking cool. He's when so funny in interviews. Yeah. Yeah. He's so fucking cool in interviews and shit. <laughs> I um I wouldn't be opposed to it if they, you know, like same case with anything. If you can sell it to me via story, I'm down with anything. If it works and it makes sense, do what you like, bro. Like as long as it's not, you know, to Chad. <laughs> <laughs> what if you uh, what if they made the Black Panther costume suit the next Black Panther? So if it was Baku. <laughs> What if they made it? Well, what I mean by that is, like, what if it wasn't just black suit with like some purple? Oh, lining? I, I like, see what you're what saying. What if it's like, like a, for example, the Killmonger suit, just different. It fits that character more. Like, if it was in Baku, I would imagine it would be more like pelts and shit on top of the animantium armor. You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. more like primal and shit. You mean vibranium? Vibranium. Sorry. 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 <laughs> adamantium. <laughs> Thank you. Well, well, see, it's tough, right? Because Mbaku. <laughs> worships technically he worships a different god than the oh. wakandans right because he's one of the, in the mountain tribe so they worship like Rada, this, i like, think radabon yeah some some shit some giant ape or whatever and uh you know so they have a whole different ideology but if something so bad happened that they were like hey you're the only one that is worthy enough to be the next black panther that would be an interesting plot line because it's like hey i don't practice what i don't practice your guys's like religion and stuff like that but i'll take this herb take it Anuman. on sorry anuman that's right Anuman, that's, he, yes. he did say that glory to anuman yeah in the movie. Glory i forgot to anuman. Yeah. yeah so like so yeah yeah, so I'm like that. That's an interesting route, <laughs> especially if the villain is more cutthroat than Killmonger in this one. Like, it needs some more cutthroat, no bullshit, Black Panther. Yeah. You know, which yeah. could have been Killmonger, but since he's gone, you know, Mbaku's mm-hmm. the next best thing. I mean, what do you think? What do you think is gonna happen? Uh, like with the I, whole production and it, and then it turning into the new Black Panther. What do you guys think is gonna happen? I think Mbaku's probably gonna be Black Panther, and then. You don't, so you don't you, you don't you don't think she's gonna get the vax and go through with it? You think that they're just gonna like butt heads and then one of them's just gonna pull the plug? 
I feel like Disney has already tapped her on the shoulder like two times, and they did that to what's her face uh, from a uh, Mandalorian. Uh, Gina Disney. Yeah, yeah, and she didn't listen, and I and feel then like they were like, nope. Yeah, and, and so I mean they were gonna give her her own show, and you right, know. yeah. So they were I, like, they were quick to fucking cutting that fucking deal. Yeah, so I feel like <laughs> I feel like Letitia, they know that Shuri's a popular character, but they're like, if she doesn't want to get vaxxed, why not? Let's not put all the all our chips onto her as the new Black Panther. Let's just kind of have her on the sides because you can film around that, like in mm-hmm. future yeah. movies. Yeah. If she, you know, you can make her in a lab. She'll just be lab chick from now on. I, I, I don't. I mean, I have nothing against her playing at an older age. Like, I just don't think that, like, we had Chadwick, and suddenly we don't. Unfortunately, yeah. you yeah. know. And and I, I, I think that somehow his legacy needs to be upheld. And she's lab chick, like you said. You know, like yeah, she's lab chick. She's not Black Panther. And it's and Mbaku's yeah. the only one who saved her or who saved T'Challa's life technically, kept him alive. You know, right. so, yeah. so it's so who better if T'Challa were to die, if he had like a backup plan for who were to take over, he knows his sister doesn't want it already. You know, so it's just like mm, I'm gonna give it to Mbaku. You At know? the same time, uh, the the ruler does not have to be the Black Panther. It's true. Or, it's true. Or you know, he's just chilling. Like, man, only Killmonger is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> but Maybe hey, I should hit up Doctor Strange real quick. <laughs> with, with this multiverse shit, who knows? Maybe time gets altered some more. Well, they then... said that the uh, Peggy Carter, Captain Carter, would eventually be in live action. So there you go. So why not? They did. Yeah, yeah. I, think they, I think they said that. I they officially did. said that in a press release somewhere. Or an interview or something. They were saying they that love she to do, would she yeah. would be a character that they would love to do live action. I think that's what they said. Yeah, my body, my body is not ready to see that. That would be that would be crazy. <laughs> that would be oh. crazy. <laughs> but yeah, like that's that's they're probably really wishing they didn't kill off Killmonger. Oh. Well, who knows? But Killmonger <laughs> could have been in some. I mean, we know he was in a lot of like governmental stuff, right? I mean, who knows? Maybe he was working for other dark uh, corporations, you know, or programs like Weapon X or some shit. Maybe they got his blood somewhere. Maybe they've got it. Maybe they've got a backup Killmonger. You know? Bro, can you can you imagine <laughs> the hype? The absolute sheer hype if we get anything referencing in any Marvel thing coming up, like we we don't expect it coming, but anything referencing like Striker's lab or the X Weapon X facility, oh. like I just myself, just oh. offhand, like right, like the same way, <laughs> the same way Doctor Strange was mentioned in Winter Soldier, like just anything like that. It's like, yeah, we'll take this over to Striker's lab. It's like, what? I, I wanted them to, to mention, like, Striker and WandaVision. That like, I mean, cool. we got the Quicksilver. I guess that was good enough, but, like, I wanted oh, more X-Men. You had the perfect right. opportunity right there. God. <laughs> you, it, you better be good when it comes out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, maybe Carol Danvers. I mean, she's an air pilot and shit like that. Maybe in, yeah, the, 90s, maybe. in the 90s, maybe she has some shit going on. You know, I'm probably not, probably not, but it's probably they need, be to, a they need to tie thing. I think they need to tie X-Men into Wanda somehow. That would I mean, cool. just keep it simple. 
like some things need to be kept simple. Some things, some things should be complicated, but I think some things should be kept simple. Mm, I agree. You know? We already got way too much going on. Like multiverse of madness is supposed to be the outcome of like three different fucking things. So it's like, you know, like it's just a lot. And not to go back to the Eternals, but they did say that they were waiting for humanity to get evolved to a certain point that would, you know, generate the amount of energy needed. And I was like, are, is that mutants? Mutation? Yeah. Say it. Say it with me. Come on, movie. In, 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 mutants. Say, <laughs> say, say the M word. And I'm like, and I'm like, but that kind of negates like a, like a character like Apocalypse, right? Because I'm like, that yeah, he was the first mutant. <laughs> yeah, so. You mean the first the first miracle? That's the, <laughs> yeah. that's the MCU oh, version. Oh Jesus Christ! First miracle. It's the MCU version. <laughs> God, them dancing around that shit. That hmm. shit was kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. I remember. So I remember talking about that shit at the uh, in the break room in college. Yeah, yeah they're gonna be called mir- wasn't it miracles was the, was the word word right? I'm right. Miracles yeah, and I'm then on. enhanced. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy, I can't wait for this. So I mean, like. As much shit as I'm giving the shit that I've seen, only reason I'm giving it shit, I mean, there's the reasons I explained earlier, but because also, like, they have so much other things that I think is so much more exciting that just teasing me with. Yeah. Like, you get Spider-Man's the first, but then X-Men, uh, first the Fantastic Four, and then so, uh, Blade. Fucking Blade, Jesus Christ, it's going to be so good. So I have a pitch with Wolverine in particular. This ought to be good. I have a pitch. I have a perfect introduction for Wolverine. Just better Wolverine. include the claws getting cut off by hot. Don't 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 don't, <laughs> tri- don't don't trigger me like that. Okay. Uh. Okay. Have you guys seen First Blood? Mm-hmm. Rambo. It's been First a long Blood? time, yes. but I've seen it. Okay. Uh, so, oh, what were you saying? I've never seen it, but go ahead and spoil. Okay. It. So in the movie, he's a guy traveling to this small town. And the sheriff there does not like seeing a, a, a vet, a veteran from Vietnam or whatever, and just pushes him to the limit and arrests him. And the guy's like, I don't want any fucking trouble. Rambo's like, I don't want any fucking trouble. And they put him in jail and then they start to like berate him and beat on him and shit like that. And that triggers him to just fucking go in full Vietnam mode. And he just runs, breaks out, runs into the woods and they try to like hunt him down. And he ends up like using his tactics and killing them off one by one and shit like that. Yeah. What if they did that shit with Wolverine? That would be sick. And, and like just he, made him like P, not PTSD, but like like mini berserk. Like like he's just like, listen, bub, just stop like stop fucking with me, and I won't fuck <laughs> with you. Okay, you know. And then like he's like just trying to be trying to be on that like that straight edge or whatever, and then. That town is that small town is so corrupt with their sheriff's department that they're after they find out he's a mutant. That's they're like they're like fucking like oh yeah they're yeah. they're being discriminatory to him because he fucking like healed or some shit right and so oh, yeah, yeah he's out in the woods and then you know he's doing his Wolverine shit killing all those dudes or whatever and by the end of it there's like a whole hunt for him and then the Brotherhood shows up or a guy shows up and is like hey. You know, we can offer you safe harbor. Aren't you tired of this shit? You know, <laughs> aren't you tired of this shit yet? Yeah, it's just like the same thing over and over again. Let's I'm going to take you to a place where, you know, you'll be accepted by your own kind and you we can put your skills to good use or whatever. And it's fucking 
the Brotherhood, not the X-Men, the Brotherhood of Mutants. It's fucking Magneto. And then in between that, during the during the hunt for Wolverine, a military personnel guy comes, like a like a fucking colonel or whatever, and his name is William Stryker. You know, you know, I'd love to see the God Love Man Kills story. That would be where Stryker's cool. Stryker's like a, a a pastor. He's like he's like he's like corrupt pastor. Well, pretty yeah. sure it's Stryker that, that that that's the pastor in that. It's been a while since I've read it. It's a really short story too, and would be great to tell, especially in today's time, because it talks about discrimination. And it does. It, it, I, I and one of the things I like about it is that it's the best like X Men story about that. Well, we kind of had that. It's in really our... good. In a uh, X two, we that did. Was, Fuck, X, I'm X, dumb. I'm sorry. We did get that a little bit. X, I'm sorry. X two is like the template for that particular. Why did I not know that? I fucking love the X Men movies. I'm sorry, but it plays I, out so differently. This. And I kind of see. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it would be cool to have Striker just on the phone with like these military personnel who have no idea who they're fucking with. Mm-hmm. And Striker's just like, listen, he's like, this man is government property. You fucking with this man you know, is not our priority right now. We need to contain him, you know? And they're just like, he's just a dude. You know, he's just a guy. He's like, it's not just the guy, no, no, you know? And then no. he's just on the, on like the microphone or the walkie talkie going like whipping X, you know, it's been a long time, you know? It's <laughs> just like, I've been looking for you. No way you've been and stuff like that. And then, you know, you can have Wolverine just saying shit, just like, I'm, t- I'm not, I'm not going back, you know? Yeah. And just like, you know, you don't have a choice. <laughs> your your property wow. you know and so it could be a really cool like like solo movie that's just like kind of painting a picture right. of i mean you'd have to introduce mutants in a different way but it would be cool to introduce that side of things or in wolverine in that light where it's like this isn't the hugh jackman wolverine he's not like a fucking like he's his nature isn't necessarily or his first instinct isn't necessarily a good thing yeah <laughs> you know it, and to have oh what were you saying oh no i was just saying like it could work it's just like I, the hard problem is this is starting to sound like a movie pitch to marvel this but, is a movie pitch to marvel <laughs> yeah what yeah it the, is the problem would just be like marvel don't be making personal stories like i know this. i know they but, gotta always have team up with someone else whether it's introducing <laughs> a new character or i know spider-man gotta have the marketing with iron okay. man you know <laughs> now one friend did tell me this well i told this picture to another friend of mine and my friend was like okay but because we know it's the mcu what if they add the fucking hulk in there in the canadian rockies Yes, and I was like, and I, and I was like, and I was like, okay, if I like, if you if you're a director, sick as fuck, actually, yeah, and you have to add a sacrifice in there like that. I'm like, well, Wolverine did meet the Hulk for the first time in the comics, right? Like that is his first introduction, absolutely. So I'm just like, ooh, okay, that could be an interesting, an interesting take, you know. I uh, I would agree 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, well, if it happens and I'm what not if, part of it, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> what if, lol, what if um, in an alternate, maybe even in our our, our universe, instead of doing an X-Men movie, and this is, this is, this is, this might be a controversial take. Instead of doing an X-Men movie, they just do movies for each X-Men. And then what? they could do team-up movies like X-Men. 
Well, that was like the Avengers. original plan, and uh, for okay. Fox with the X, the X Men Origins Wolverine thing, it was supposed to be X Men Origins. Uh, That's Magneto, right. That's X-Men right. Well, no, I, what I what 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 I mean though more is like it would start with just the origin stories, and those origin stories, or or they would just make like Cyclops movie, Jean Grey movie, uh, a fuck a Rogue movie, a Wolverine movie, gotcha, and then they gotcha. would do like a t- team up movie, and it would be X Men. Gotcha. You know? And that would be like their Avengers, and then we could have the big like team up where it's both of them. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I think um I don't know if that's a controversial take or not but no no I think in that situation though like because I've even thought about that myself um in that situation though like X-Men are a little they're not I I want to be careful saying this because there's a plethora of X-Men content out there but there's a reason that a lot of them don't get their own books (laughs) they they work better like the core values of their oh my god it's not like a fucking business no i I understand what you're saying like the core of the characters is their interactions with each other because they're a fan being in a being in a team up essentially yeah is is part of their character yeah it's kind of like as much as i love cyclops i don't i don't like i think it detracts from him if he's just in a movie without leading the team right okay like because yeah. he learns to become a leader and the tensions between him and charles are like what shapes his personality just because like he said before like he's out there like on the field with right, the team right. yeah like the biggest that cyclops moments come because of the team okay would you guys be pissed if they just introduced the x-men as a fully formed team no like with their own back history already kind of set. Like you add like Kitty Pride into going to the school for the gifted, and then she finds out like that her teachers there are the fucking X Men. Um, I wouldn't be against that. You mean like already established? We don't talk about mutants or anything. Like we don't like. I mean, because Professor X could technically. I mean, he could technically block that. Well, we could say it's the underground. Brain, the mutant. We, we could say it's an underground thing right like it's like oh well our daughter is starting to phase through objects and we think you know she could you know she might just be she's she's special and then the and then xavier or a representative for the school it could be anybody from the school and going like you know well uh you know we we deal with special people and you know if if your daughter's special needs you know she could come to the she could come to the school for the gifted free of charge on you know and then they're like you know cool let's do it and then after you're seeing all of the, you know, mutants at the school, you're like, how does everyone else not know about this? And then Charles Xavier could just be like, you know, well, there are a lot of us out there, but there's no real real way to document, you know, what we're doing, you know, because of all the other super beings yeah. out there. Right. I, I, I think um, X-Men needs, needs to, it obviously needs to be in the MCU. But like kind of like with the comic books, like X-Men feels like X-Men doesn't yeah. feel like marvel i mean it feels like marvel but it doesn't feel like marvel universe because x-men's so fucking Big. like broad in general exactly that it's just like x kind of like with spider-man what i was saying earlier with spider-man the new spider-man movies don't necessarily feel completely like spider-man because of the whole new york thing and that is part of his vibe because spider-man has his own rogue galaxy right and i think yeah. that 
I think that Spider-Man crosses over with with Avengers and other Marvel people probably more than X-Men does. But Spider-Man can hold his own easily, as we've seen as as like you know, I, I, by that I mean he can hold his own franchise. Yeah. So like, I I hope they don't give what I'm trying to say is I hope they don't give X-Men the 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 Spider-Man MCU treatment. Mm. Okay, where they yeah. need to rely you know I mean? on bringing other people's problems into it needs to be x-men x-men you know what i mean like it's about the x-men it's not about the mcu they're part yeah. of it though they can be in it though and they can be obviously we want to see them in the crossovers we want to see them with the avengers we want to see them with other characters you know i want to see wolverine with blade or with spider-man you know um that's sick but like when i when i think x-men i just want to be x-men that that's where my that's where i'm tunnel visioning right now yeah i'm not tunnel visioning with a with a side of captain america you know like yeah. i can do that in the avengers movie i can tunnel vision of like of mcu with a side of x-men you know and to but, that point i think you were right earlier that the only logical thing is to just make wanda that segue it, it makes so much sense you have the house of m storyline and i know that's kind of was like what wandavision was supposed to be even though i mean it really wasn't but like, I mean, it was like a mini House of M. But like, yeah. you don't even necessarily have to do. Uh, you don't even necessarily have to do House of M. But that just the existence of that storyline begs for her to be the introduction of X Men to some degree. Like, she doesn't have to be like, hey, these are the X Men. But her character should be maybe the introduction to mutation or to mutants, things like that. You know, that's it, that's 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 my cup of tea. And I think in one division, it should have just been like, because I thought that's where they were going. They were so close. I was like, you, you're so close. Just yeah, dude. One division was so was that was what, what what a time to be alive that was. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was a that was a, that was a, that was a different time. That best the best episode in that entire series was with uh, uh, Agatha taking her through her history because I was like, oh that was shit. Cool. Like I was waiting was for cool. the mutant confirmation, but they didn't do it, and I was. Just I know, like, Come man. On. They had so many times <laughs> to make that happen, and I mean, um, God damn it! I'm sorry, I, I I can't remember all the names tonight, but um, the girl that gets gets the powers in Wandavision. Agatha. Air Force. No, 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 oh. no, no. Oh, Polaris. I don't know her actual name. Oh, oh, you talking about Monica Rambo? Monica character. Rambo's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, she's technically like. I mean, they never really said it, but was kind of on the nose, like um, genes being reorganized or cells being reorganized to give her powers, like kind of like mutation. Yeah. Right. Like, so it, not that they confirmed that, but I mean, if that was the case, then she would be, I guess, the first kind of nod, which I guess give is giving us what we want. But I want more than that. Like, I need like hard facts like Wanda's a, mut- a mutant. And it's like, oh, there it is. They said the word. You yeah. know, and then it's like, boom, there's a whole there's a whole other world behind. All you got to do is say mutation or just like hint at a mutation. And I know they kind of did that in internals, but like, you know, well, it's tough because they've got the magic aspect of her down pat. So, so far with like the book, like that dark. Hole yeah. Book. I mean, and, 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 it, and that's the same thing in the comics, too. You know? Yeah. And it's like both of those two things feel like they're conflicting. But that happens a lot in X-Men, right? Like well, we, we like, should we should tackle. I think we should tackle the dark hole thing first. Yeah, and then like, do mutants. Yeah, because it's like, doesn't Nightcrawler when he like teleports, he like goes to hell or some shit. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I know his Bro dad's is his dad's a demon, right? Yeah, yeah. Was it Yazazel? What's his name? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, there's so many elements that they have to really set up perfectly, and like you're saying, it's 
Yeah, it's all there for them to use. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I, they, they want to do Fantastic Four first. I get that. It's the first family. Even That's how even Foggy introduced them in that conference, right? We got to do the yeah. first family of Marvel, you know? Yeah. And, and that's great. I love Fantastic Four. I want to see that too. But I like X-Men way more. <laughs> I love X-Men <laughs> way more. I just want to see them go to Genosha and fight, fight some dinosaurs. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> because that's some shit we ain't never seen in the X-Men movie. Like, we've been to Genosha, but it was like, whack. But Oh, yeah. And, uh, X-Men, X-Men can be fucking yeah. real crazy if they wanted to do it. They can make it awesome. Like, like 90s era, just like really yeah. go for it. And it's just like, yeah, we're going to, like Magneto's, like, you know, like, imagine, like, an MCU Magneto that has, like, done, like, a public message, like, to across the world going, like, we are tired of having to play second fiddle to all of you. You know, we are your superiors. And right now, I am sending seven nuclear weapons to each, like, like country or whatever. And just seeing Nick Fury look at that, like, you oh. know, like, we have to, yeah, like, we have to stop him. Or, you know, he could be like, I could really just you know, flood you all if I wanted to, because he can control like the magnetic polarity of Earth technically. So that would be so sick. You can have a whole ultimatum type of situation going on there, which I know that's the controversial comic book, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying that really showed how powerful he was. Like he just got Thor's hammer and was like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna fuck with nature. <laughs> They have so many good villains that they're about to finally use. I mean, I know they couldn't use them forever, but like for so long, we've had okay villains, if not That's just true. bad villains. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You He's know? a captivating one. It really so captivating. So now's your turn, Disney. Now's your turn to bring out like the best of like Marvel's Rogue, Rogue Galaxy, pretty much. Not the best. They've had some, but like, and they haven't had Magneto. Yeah. Who would you yeah. even get? Who would you they even get? Galactus, you know. I'm waiting for Doom. That's my dude. Doom. They haven't had Doom. Oh, I forgot about him. I'm so pissed that like they already used Mads Mikkelsen because I'm like, that's my that's my casting choice for Doom. I mean, they could reuse him. I don't think people really remembered him that well. True. I've watched a whole bunch of YouTube, uh, not recaps, but, you know, like essays and half the people can't even remember Kaecilius's name. So I'm like, (laughs) you know what? (laughs) Yeah. But um. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen is my choice for uh, Doctor Doom or for Victor, but for Magneto, psh, they've already used uh, Michael Fassbender. So yes, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I the fucking uh, the last X Men casting was so good. Yeah, it's hard to beat it, dude. They're just gonna do Charlie Cox. Just fucking okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That's Might a as great well. Question. You already got the casting. If you're going to use Charlie Cox, I mean, if they're down to do it, of course. I mean, that, that's be. a little more. That's a little more lenient than people would be less confused with that than with like you know you've had three movies with that whole cast right already. So it's like, is this is this canon or? Well, my, if, my my only thing against that is is the guy playing Blade. Hmm. He was in Luke Cage. That's a, yeah, that's true. You know, so it's like, but are we going to talk about Luke Cage and, and, and Jessica Jones if we bring Charlie Cox in, or is it just Charlie Cox? You know? Well, at the same time, well, I know she was under makeup, but Gemma Chan, who was uh, 
Cersei in Eternals, the lead actress in Eternals. She was in Captain Marvel. Oh, Ooh. okay. Yeah, I've got a perfect casting, and this would never happen because he's so high caliber, but this would blow the roof off with casting for Magneto. Daniel Day Lewis. How old is he? I don't know, but he's old enough. Magneto's old as shit, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if Daniel Day would do it. You, no, because he'd have to go method. He'd be like, I literally learned how to how to move metal objects to play. He's you know, like, but he would be fucking dope. I'd be like, oh shit. I believe anything he's saying. Cause it's like, you know, you set up his like origin story and shit like that. And you would need an equally powerful actor to play Professor X. <gasps> I I had a thought. I had a thought. He might be too short, but uh damn it. May, <laughs> maybe Christoph Waltz. Ooh, Christoph Wallace, he would also be a good one. He, that would also be a great one. Yeah, because he's just got that, like, men. he can play menacing very well, but also, like, compassionate. Yeah. Like, and I feel like you need both of those to really kind of be, like, uh, a convincing Magneto, because there it has to be something polarizing about him where it's like, oh, I, I kind of I get what he's putting down, you know? Or, or, here's one from left field. He wouldn't do it, but man's already played Malcolm X. Just get Denzel. <laughs> Denzel as Magneto would be pretty crazy. I that mean, would be I, pretty cool. Like this, like the internet would be on fire. Like Twitter would be like, oh, you know, they like they would hate it. <laughs> but like me, because it's so such weird casting with such yeah. a great actor, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Because the That'd lines be cool. would be crazy. He'd exactly. Be like, he'd he'd probably be like. Uh, What's the p- popular Magneto line in the X-Men movie? I'm trying to think. Oh, movie. Oh, um, I got one. I got one. There's a lot of iron in your blood today. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him saying that. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, you got a lot of iron in your blood, huh? <laughs> so you came here with six, with six metal claws. And you think that you're going to touch me with those claws? Huh? Huh? You're going to come here. Come here to me. <laughs> or just like talking to me, like Professor X, just being like, I put you in that wheelchair, Charles. I put you there so you'd sit down for once. For once, Charles. You know, just some type of intense, intense shit. Do it. Yeah. He told he you they'd come it. for us one day, Charles. It's just, it's just Elba as Professor X. He'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we really Elba. want, if, if we really want to make it like a parable thing, like a Malcolm X slash Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> thing, why not just double down on that? Like that would be fucking rad. Like I mean, it would be, it would be controversial, but yeah, like, on the nose. <laughs> one of those casting choices, like what you said, um, like what you said. One of those casting choices that I was just kind of like that I'd overheard. I I didn't, I figured it was bullshit, but I wanted to check way back in the day when they were like Ice Cube could be J. Jonah Jameson. I was like, you know what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's either him or Michael Rappaport. Those are the only two people yeah. I could kind of see as as a, not as Professor, but as J. Jonah Jameson, right? Yeah. Because like if you were going really New York, I would get Michael Rappaport. <laughs> Cause he'd be like, he'd be like, who do you really trust? Some guy dressing up in a Spider-Man outfit? Like, who does that? You really want to trust that guy? 
Look, he's God. fucking shooting webs out of his hand. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, like he'd be like that type of Jay Jonah. And then Ice Cube would be like, you know, he'd be like talking to Peter, like, I want that picture of Spider-Man today in my hand. <laughs> you said you'd have them by six o'clock? They're not here yet. Come on, hurry up. <laughs> you know, like just, it would be fucking fun. Like I would really enjoy either of those cool. takes. Oh yeah. shit! I didn't. I just did a quick Google search. I did not know other people are like have already like talked about Denzel as Magneto. <laughs> it would oh, be fucking go. rad. I mean, it's it sounds like it's uh meant to be in that scenario. It would be. It would be pretty sick. I'd buy it. And yet, like you said, though, it would set Twitter on fucking fire. But yeah, Twitter gets I'd... set on fucking fire by almost anything though. <laughs> Mark Strong as Professor X. Mark Strong, uh, just because he's bald. I don't really see right. it. Yeah, I don't see it either. <laughs> yeah. This is this is what could uh, I mean maybe not quite X Men, so it might be a little off topic. But uh, ooh, I'm gonna put money ooh. on it. By the way, Mark Strong is gonna portray Jeff Bezos in a movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. I'm I'm not against it. I'm not against that. I'm putting money on it. Okay, so, what about Anson Mount as Magneto? Who? Anson Mount. He played uh what's his fucking face in Inhumans. Oh, uh, I see. oh. Uh, oh. He's the right age. He's got the gray hair. He's got the build. I'm like, if we're going for like a younger skewing, I could see it. Is yeah, that, I'm like, you, right. you talking about what's his name? The guy who talked Black Bolt? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about uh what about if they shaved Ian McGregor and made him Xavier? <laughs> Ian McGregor. Oh, that would be that uh, that would be interesting. Put, just put him actor. in the MCU somewhere. Yeah, he does deserve to be at the MCU at some point as something. That would be fucking dope. He's got oh. to finish Star Wars up. Yeah. Wait, yeah, he was uh originally, I know he was everybody's uh choice to play Hank Pym. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's like not pretty good casting. Like Hank Pym pre this was a that is pretty choice. Good. this was a uh this was a casting thing before Age of Ultron came out when mm. they were when they announced Ant Man. Wow. Yeah, he'd have been a great times. Hank Pym. He would have been badass. Yeah. Damn, we really like just went into like full casting mode, and all of these casting choices are like pretty fucking good. I-, I would say, you know, like imagine if that does end up happening. Like, I mean, Doom is much harder, right? Because it's like it's a dude wearing a mask for like, <laughs> like for like the entirety of his run after like an origin story, you know, like, yeah. and that's like a big ass. But at the same time, that actor doesn't have to be there technically nope. to play Stand Doom. In. Yeah, so, you know, like, who would you really get for somebody to play, like, a narcissistic guy in science and magic? You know, like... Mads Mikkelsen. Mads would be cool. Mads would be really cool because he's got the accent, too, for, like, yep. somebody from Latveria. You know, yeah. like, I mean, I don't yeah. know what a Latverian sounds like, but... My casting uh, choice is limited to basically just like Chris Evans and Stephen Mill, so I don't know much <laughs> that. So, I don't have a I don't have a good 
like library of uh, actors in my head like you guys do actually i could see steven amell playing cyclops if he grew some hair because he's got <laughs> such a stick up his ass it would be kind of funny because if you could see him with the the, the shades on and just be like <laughs> like whenever he'd get pissed off he'd do the steven amell thing like charles yeah. <laughs> 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 with, his hand, with his hands just like that too yeah he'd be like He'd be like, so you think you can run the X-Men? You think you got what it takes to lead this team? You know, and you could have whoever's playing Storm going like, you know, like, yes. And and then you could have a line just like on a Firefly where it's like, okay, but no one's no one's actually putting that up for debate. I'm the leader of the team. (laughs) That was just a rhetorical question. You know, I, yeah. I kind of I kind of hope whatever they do with X-Men that Storm and Cyclops definitely have like a friendship slash rivalry. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> I kind of hope just like I don't quick, know real quick before you before you go. I may have to go soon because we have a storm rolling in. Oh, shit. That I okay. just I just heard that rain. No, 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 you're good. I just we're, we're good for right now, but I just want to yeah. let you know. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, continue. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, I mean, fine. I did say what I had to say, but <laughs> you know what I mean. I um, yeah, I just wanted to like just them to have like a, I don't know, like because I think part of me has grown really fond of those memes where uh, their bond, like people have made memes of um Storm and Cyclops bonding over the fact that like mutants are just treated like shit, mm. and I kind of like that, like. I kind of like that dynamic of their friendship that nobody's ever really explored before. Like, just the fact that, yeah, these two would probably, like, play, like, some type of cruel prank on, like, humans. Like, a whole bunch of people at a protest, like a mutant protest or whatever. Like, I love that meme where he's like, uh, I could knock all these people unconscious. Get ready to dip on three. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would be really cool. That would be a really cool dynamic to see because they're like, you know, like dis- disciples of Professor X, right? And so they yeah. have these ideologies, but not necessarily like fully taking all of it into consideration. Like they're like, you know, it would be really easy to fuck these people up, you know, at a protest, but we're not going to do that. You know, like like you're saying. So it's just like, that would be really fun. Yeah. Fun to see how far they want to take it because you know it's disney and you know they want to you know and x-men is the perfect property for like inclusivity mm-hmm. you know i mean and that's so, kind of the that's kind of x-men story yeah i feel like in most storylines it's about discrimination inclusivity stuff like that yeah i mean so, they even they even like in in the comics for god love man kills they relate it to racism mm, like right. in the real world like um pretty early in the storyline like the mutants, the mutants are like, you know, like, like they have like friends of theirs that are black and they're like, you know, like, what do you, you know, like, um, you know, don't, don't worry about them. You know, they're just, you know, what, what do they call the mutants in the comics? Um, like the slur for them, just, I guess, just Muty. freaks. A muty? Maybe, I think there was like a slur for it in this book in particular. And they call them that. And then the friend's like, you know, like, well, like, just calm down like just let him go by and he's like well, what do, how would you feel and then it's such an old comic it just spells out the n-word with hard r mm. and he's like how would you feel if they if they you know you know called you this and was you know basically making fun of you or bashing you and whatnot and i'm like yeah. damn it was, a, it was a good i mean it's a good story to explore yeah there's a lot of good, it really good puts shit. you like the whole mutant thing and discrimination stuff like 
I think it's one of the best stories to explain that. Like yeah. anyone can watch X-Men and be like, you can't watch X-Men and be like, oh yeah, you know, mutants, you know, they're just a problem. Like, you know what I mean? Like you don't watch X-Men yeah. and think that. Oh you're, yeah, you you're put in the of shoes shit. of the mutants, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, you can do like a lot, like a lot of sad shit if you really wanted to. Like you could do that to really like reflect stuff in our history. Like right. you could have like a mutant that was shot in the back for walking around. Right. You know, with the hoodie on and shit. And it's just like, oh shit. It's like it's, it's, it's a good story community. to tell right now. I yeah, think. like like the mutant community could really have a lot of like drama in it, right? Like it's like, you know, because there'd be some people who could like have outbursts because they were discriminated right. against. Like, what if okay, and this is a dangerous one, but an interesting one. Senators are already saying, Oh, well, you know, what if mutants, what if a mutant goes to school? you know and decides to just fucking unload on all of us you know like right. what is this what's the safety protocols for that you know and then what would happen if that actually happened in right a, a movie right like you know like, you know that could have happened in a movie you know what we could have called that movie civil, civil war. war i know <laughs> i know i know but it's just like Damn. you know if you're gonna introduce it it would be cool for it not to be as crowded with other superheroes and shit but that would be kind of crazy where it's just like a mutant that doesn't maybe like a mutant that has an accident doesn't kill anybody on purpose or whatever and then you have magneto and professor x kind of like trying to like sway this person to yeah. one side while figuring shit out with nick fury <laughs> on how to handle it i don't know we're just it, geeking it, out it, it, yeah it, i don't know x-men better be good yeah but the, but the last thing <laughs> i had the last thing that i want to talk about matrix resurrections it's gonna be lit whether that movie is good <laughs> or if it's bad it's going to re regardless it's going to feel good sitting in the theater and watching another matrix movie yes after so long Almost for someone yeah. who's who's never watched the matrix movie that sounds right <sighs> i feel like i feel like that's the thing with like the matrix franchise like because First one's really good, right? Actually, I, I haven't seen the first one, but I don't remember it. But then, like, all but then it has bad sequels too, right? Uh, I think they're all great, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I um, but uh, yeah, go ahead. But is it. there, but, but are there sequels that are considered bad essentially to other people? Yes, okay, yes, but it's, like, it's, <laughs> but, it's like, but it's like a really over the top concept, anyway. So, like, who cares? Is it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, there's people that are like. I think the people people that hate on the, the second and third one is the most common thing I hear is, oh, well, it's not the first one. But I'm like, the first one is like literally like the origin story. So it's you you never forget your first origin story. But yeah. everything after that is is cool, too. But people just are so hung up on that first one. And they're like, yeah. oh, well, I was waiting for my mind to be blown in the second one. And I'm like, it like it depends on how. I'm I, okay. I'm not gonna. I don't mean to sound very. I don't. I don't mean to sound condescending at all. But it depends on your level of comprehension for your mind to be blown by Reloaded and Revolutions. It's you're you're not visually going to be blown away. You're going to be mentally blown away. Like thinking about those concepts because those two movies really make you think. Yeah. When you right. when you listen to the architect's conversation and read the subtitles like so you can get a better understanding of what the fuck he's talking about like there it goes 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Using shit like ergo and anyway, it when you when you translate what he's talking about, it's like this whole bigger thing, like questions you can ask yourself. Like you could have walked out of that movie theater, like what that movie made you think, like, what am I doing with my life exactly? <laughs> <laughs> if you really like sat there and took in everything, all the concepts they were talking about. That's why those movies. I don't say that none of them were, that's why I say that all of them were good because they all did something like they all had different purposes. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's well said. Makes sense. Yeah. Cause I think what, Oh, actually, yeah. All of them are like that. Like where it's like choice purpose. Those are like the two biggest themes, right? Maybe I'm missing one. purpose. I think choice, purpose and acceptance. In acceptance. Like, yeah. Like I because Neo had to accept a lot of things that he, <laughs> even though he was the one, he could not change in the third movie. Mm. And it's like, bro, these movies were oh, they they are very underrated to say the least, but they were on a different level. Yeah. Like Jordan and I rewatched them a couple of years ago and they like they hit different when you're older and you've experienced things in life and then you're like when you're open to you know thinking about the deeper meaning of things and stuff like why you're here and all that shit those movies hit yeah and if you ever get a chance to rewatch them soon if you have them on blu-ray play the philosopher's commentary for all three movies i've never done that the philosopher's commentary has two major philosophers on for each movie talking about the movie, like on just different levels. And it's like, what the fuck? I didn't even think about this, but it is, Word? it's enjoyable. Yeah. Like philosopher's commentary. And then they have a fun commentary track where it's two critics, one critic that loved the movies and t- another critic that hated. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, yeah, if you have it. Yeah. That's, that's worth doing. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited for for Resurrections and Kyle, knowing that you haven't seen them, like we probably probably need to get get you yeah, on that. Line something up to watch the first one. I'm done. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, because those movies, man. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm I I love to watch the <clears throat> Matrix movies. Also, one thing too that I, I think gets underlooked with those movies, they are very. Um, very pro-woman like they are like even before it became you know like a mainstream thing like girl power that whole thing like those i just cringed even saying that but it just the fact that that i cringed at the fact that they call they use that term rather than just like you know feminism that's what it is like being in support of like you know equal treatment and this that and the third those movies for the time they came out are so progressive like yeah women really like the the women in the movie really carry that movie like they are all in a position of power in one way or another and i think that that's like that shit hit I, I don't know because like I guess like I'm I myself am very attracted to strong-willed women and everything and then like watching that movie again I as a younger kid I did not get that being older I'm like yo like they're getting shit done <laughs> in this movie <laughs> like in this series 
and yeah. everything like i think the it's really it's a really progressive film that or a series of films that does not get the credit it deserves for that yeah and like with this one is this newest one it seems like it's trinity focused more so than neo which is an interesting take right because if yeah. we watch if we rewatch those movies trinity pretty like you were saying is the one that's kind of making the biggest choices yep or neo you know and so it's just like that's really interesting that in the newest trailer neo says she's had my back this whole time now it's my turn to you know like look out for her or something like that like she's yeah. believed oh she believed in me now it's my turn to believe in her and i was like hmm okay <laughs> I was like, we we might be seeing some some uh crazy shit that like for like purists they might be like, oh Neo is the one, but it might be like a twist like that he was never the one the whole time. It was him and Trinity as the one together. If they can spin that <laughs> in a if they can spin that in a uh what's the word digestible way. <laughs> I am 100% down for that because they, as far as I'm concerned, Neo and Trinity are like together, they are strongest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Neo could not have done all that without Trinity. It's true. It's true. That's the, that's the damn truth. I mean, I'm <laughs> Leah, like that trailer, if you haven't seen it, Kyle, like even if you don't know anything about it, like about the other Matrix movies, when you watch it, it just looks like bizarre, like crazy. Like you're like, what is going on? Like I've seen parts of the trailer. Yeah, it's like um, Neo's yeah, watching like footage of the first Matrix movie, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> you know. But that's it. That's all I gotta all right. say about it. But uh, yeah, this that's that's an end for this episode. <laughs> word yeah. well thank man thanks for having me on as usual man i've had oh. I, these are always fun of course Thanks. guys of course until until next oh before we dip out uh marshawn and kyle do you guys want to plug any other things you guys got going on like twitch and stuff like that um yeah you guys can uh if anybody's interested uh watching me play games really badly i am uh sean the bard all one word on twitch and you could also just Google Sean the Bard, and I've got all types of bad music and everything. So it's not bad music. It's great. Out. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> Don't Fantastic. patronize me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah mine's my my Twitch is just Kyo Karloff, like K A I O Karloff, K A R L O F F, Kyo Karloff, and I. I should be streaming me playing WoW, but um, I had some stuff come up. But I should be back to streaming soon. Awesome. Well, I don't have anything really to plug because I don't I don't Twitch, but maybe I should get into that. But uh, follow yeah, me, yeah, follow me on Instagram, uh, Nerdy Dan One. And if you already follow the show, you'll get cool updates. Sometimes you might even see me in some movies uh, <laughs> because I put myself in them <laughs> as a oh, hobby. Yeah. So you know, next week Spider Man week. And then Matrix week. So, you know, enjoy. All right, guys. Peace. Peace.